Uh, welcome, guys, to the Hard Yarns podcast featuring Matt Storer. Big shout out, first of all, to Brad Morrison, who's just joined a VIP, hard as fuck. Oh, top tier. And we forgot Patreon. a shout out last week, Ian Bryan. So you get two, you get one at the very end. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, Brad, I forgot your name at the end, but we'll just pretend I didn't. So shout out to Brad. Beautiful. Uh, thanks for joining. Guys, if you want to join Patreon, just click the link in the Instagram. It gets you merch, uh, bonus episodes. Um, all the cool stuff. I think we'll put um, up some of the audio from our live shows that we've been doing at Camfield. Yeah. We're going to be doing Camfield. So, yeah. yeah. So, we're with Matt Stora and mm. Matt, we delved into. Oh, so much bloody religion. Yeah. Yes. Cults, <laughs> vaccines, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, comedy, musical comedy, teaching it, doing it. If mm. you're doing it. Yeah. 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 Doing, oh, doing comedy. Doing and comedy. doing it. And like doing sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quotus interruptus. Uh, and uh, if you're horny, stay to the end. We talk about porn. Fuck yeah. Mm. And a little bit of homeschooling. I don't mm. know if you said that. No, no very yeah. good. So um, it's a really good episode. Really interesting. Mm. And drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Let's get hard. Let's get hard. Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Chris White says, please <laughs> disregard it. 5D is actually a state of being. It's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm going to throw it over to your co-host. Daniel Shelby And Cameron Branch. I would do this and then I'd gong. <laughs> Free in attendance. For the millions listening at home. <laughs> Let's get hard. Sugar, you honey. Oh, yes, Quinn. All right. And we're live. <laughs> <laughs> so as we were saying. <laughs> so, it, um, are your headphones all good? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine were just a bit loud before, that's all. Yeah. Oh, I thought we... Oh, so... Oh, Jeez, you, oh. you did a fucking Tony Stark on you, the camera text. You, <laughs> you, you clicked and it fucking did this. Wow. It's a heavy camera. Wow. <laughs> Thanos clap. Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> and half of all the cameras turn off. Yeah. It's, wow. um, it's, you know, 30 seconds in and we've already had a Thanos reference, so I'm oh, excited. Yeah. He, said, he said, it's like he manifested it. He goes, we're going to talk about multiverse. Yeah. And then straight away. He I'm said like, something yeah, about multiverse today and I said, well, we've got Matt on tonight, so chances are that's going to come up. Why? Are you, are you just <laughs> Notorious a, multiverse challenge. No, I just feel like you're- Notorious a, nerd. Well, you, uh, I give that vibe. Multiverse of Madness is out next like next week. Yeah. And yeah. that's a big- that's a, I'm a Marvel buff. Oh, Marvel, it's not because it's Marvel, it's because he was a movie buff. Right? Yes, yeah. correct. Because movies are dumb. Movies are done. Well, that was Cameron's project. I was yeah. just there. But. Was oh, it? Yeah. What, what he project? just immediately put hands on. <laughs> well, that was Cameron McLaren's. No, I was, well, it was, I was it just there. I co-hosted every single show <laughs> and I wrote with him. I was only, it was Cameron's podcast. He came yeah. up with Movies Are Dumb. Yeah. And I was on his f- first episode or second episode. We did Batman versus Superman. Mm. Um, and then the podcast kind of died off. And then we, we just wanted the podcast to just be us two. Yeah. And constantly. And then we made it a live show. And it was like pretty pretty fun but just yeah. so much work yeah every time we had to do it it was like a full-time job yeah together but mm. yeah right that's almost like the origin story of me and him i came on the pod and <laughs> then we became successful <laughs> <laughs> not really yeah. successful. the difference is success we're the batman and robin well there's no arguing in the difference in dynamic now it seems to flow a lot better Delby. so oh, yeah. i'll give you i'll give you that i'd mm. love to watch it man i never got a chance to go see it 
Because you guys did it. all games and, and you got clips. and, Dude, and it, it was so good. Yeah. That show actually like still 100% Have great Have you got some potential. in the bank? Like you could yeah, redo all, it? Yeah, all the stuff for the show. Because they were, they were basically just PowerPoint slides that we did on a cinema screen. That's so cool. Um, so we'd make like, we'd, it'd all be based on a franchise. So we'd watch every movie in a franchise, write as many jokes what as we could doing? about it. What are you doing? Studying. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then have like sketches about the movies. We'd make like little, you know, cut, cut together things. We do. We had different awards we do every time. So, like, the Glenn Coco Award was, like, a, a character that has almost nothing to do with the film but is, like, everyone's favourite. In, yeah. in what? In any franchise. What's Glenn Coco? So, Glenn Coco's from Mean Girls. Where, okay. Where they go, um, where he goes, he's handing out candy and he goes, like, well, well, one for you, Glenn Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. And he's, like, he's not even on screen, but he's, like, one of the, <laughs> one of the most quoted <laughs> <laughs> members of the film. Okay. So, that we find the Glenn Coco of every franchise. Nice. It's just someone that is always, like, no screen time, like, half a line. But everyone but yeah. shines. That'd be Brian Callen in uh, Joker. In the Joker, yeah. which what does what does Brian Callen do? He flashes on screen for half a second. Yeah, they cut his lines out. Wow! And Bobby Lee was saying he went to the movies to watch <laughs> Brian Callen, <laughs> and and it's if you That's if you're rough. listening. How many, how many people go and watch a movie thinking they're in it and only find out at the premiere that they've been completely oh, shafted? That must happen. Yeah. Oh, it happened to Delby. Yeah, I, yeah, I filmed on Alcatraz. We spoke um, about this last week. Last yeah. week, when I was in Vancouver, I was trying to do a bit of acting and get in via extras work. Yeah. And I was an extra in Alcatraz. Sam Neill was in my scene. Great. Well, I was in his scene. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. You, he you was in, in a your scene. scene. I was in a scene. And um, I, I was walking past and I knew where the cameras were. So I was like walking like I was a cop that had just been blown up. Like I'm walking around. And then uh, when I watched it back, I was about a pixel. Right. So <laughs> I was so unnecessary. All that Stanislavski, all that like <laughs> method legit, stuff. Legit, everything I learned in uni. You were, like, like, you were like waking up with like PTSD, like cop PTSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> finding my motives, finding yeah. my, my want and my motive. And wow. uh, what did yeah. you want? What did you want to get out of that? Did you want to get into like just acting full stop or like? Yeah, so this is before I did stand up. Yeah. And, uh, Would you still try to get in acting? Nah, because stand-up scratches the itch that I was looking for with acting, which was getting the fame and adoration and, mm. and look at me. Look so, at you go, man. Yeah. Mm. So I got – I never did – and when I did stand-up, I was like, I don't need to do 10 years of unpaid acting to get people to <laughs> like me. <laughs> yeah. I'll just do five minutes of open mic and I scratch the itch. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. But would you still go into acting? Mm, nah. Just didn't like the process? Six hours of sitting around doing fuck all. Okay. Um, the same thing over and over and what over. What if you're the lead actor or oh, I know you've got to work Even that, it's the it. same thing over and over and over. I I don't think it would be enjoyable unless I, it was but a isn't passion. that what stand-up is to a certain point? No, nah, because every I was going to say, <laughs> it's a lot of the same thing. Yeah, over yeah and but over like over. every crowd's different. You always can tweak your words, yeah. lines and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like doing the same lines in like a different scene with different actors. Always, yeah. And a different director. How crazy though. Like <laughs> Which is you, different movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's just Denzel Washington <laughs> in every movie. Movie yeah. ever. That was just Hugh Grant in the 90s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's or, crazy that you've got the same set and you could have done it a hundred times and on the hundred and first, a new tag will pop in your head. Oh, dude. Or a new way. That's my new thing. It's cool, eh? <laughs> Is it? It's not as in like, that's my new, but like, yeah. because I'm doing so much of the music now and that's yeah. becoming like my sole focus almost. Yeah, yeah. And we're I'm loving not, that. But I'm still doing stand-up at the same rate that I am. Yeah. But I'm getting tired of jokes. I want new jokes, but I don't have time to write them because I'm doing, I'm just writing music all the time. Yeah. So I just do like either 
reinvented versions of jokes that are so old people don't remember me doing. Them. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Or like I just change up the middle of like a bit that I've been yeah. doing for a while. That's cool. It, yeah, it's it more gives exciting. you a similar rush, but yeah. like with a with a you know the the um, the safety net of you knowing oh, the that joke essentially. <laughs> yeah. <with it. laughs> yeah, yeah. I was feeling that the frigid line didn't hit as well. Uh, you try, you tried it, and I appreciate that. You I took did. it on board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've oh, I've tried spewing. it a couple of times since. Yeah, not and, working. Uh, yeah, I'm you know hitting this. <laughs> so spewing. Do you know? Um, little side note. Matt, no, I know little Matt, Wayne, little pump. That was the uh, MC a gong for my first ever gong show. Oh, yeah. Where I, I remember that. Where I didn't get past maybe 20 seconds nice. because I forgot my words. Yeah, you blanked. Yeah. I, I fully blanked. Yeah. Proper blank. Yeah. yeah. And that was, was that your like first time on stage doing I th- comedy? I think it was. Like, I think I went to maybe uh, the, the 60 30 at Marawa, maybe prior to that. Or actually, right. no, 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 I hadn't. That was it. My first time on stage was a gong. That's then what I remember. And I, because I, I remember thinking, like, why would this, yes, like, is the most judgmental stupid. possible way like, so to do your first set? A couple of people have done that. And I'm like, why the gong yeah. show? I don't know why. It's that good was. at weeding out the week. I think yeah, 100%. But, but like, to like, just to, like, going into your, the head first of like a, one. a first timer, yeah. the whole week you're petrified, you're thinking about it, you're having yeah. dreams yes. about it, you're in cold sweats, you're driving there, you're freaking out, you're part, whole time you're waiting, you can, like, your throat's dry, <laughs> and then you get on and 20 seconds later yeah. you've got to go. Yeah. It's so true, actually. What a rip off. When oh. we did the 60 30 a few weeks later, which, which you, Matt was there we, as well. And Matt yep, crushed. Crushed, yeah, absolutely headline. crushed. Um, I remember feeling so confident that it didn't matter how good I was doing, people still had to sit through my whole five minutes no matter what. It made yeah. me feel so much more comfortable. What a luxury. When, <laughs> when, when God, they could just For go, you. you suck, fuck off, bang. Yeah. Like, that is actually quite scary. Which is a good segue. I saw your um, diversity quota was hit today in your comedy <laughs> school. So That's not – those people aren't all from the same class. That, like, spans, oh. like, five years. Oh, because right. I've been doing it since like 2017. Right. So who's that- your most successful student? Actually, before we do that, oh, shit. Before we do that, talk us about it, man. Because I love that you're teaching stand up. Because we went through Raw together, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And how much? How long were you doing stand up before Raw? Teach me. <laughs> <laughs> doing stand up, it's a hard. So I started writing like jokes. Yeah. When I was like 16, I was going to say. I imagine you'd be a high school joke. Like rider. Yeah, hundred percent. I saw yeah. Dimitri Martin on Rove. Fuck and yeah. I was like, this is the best and yeah. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Dimitri's so good, man. He's the best. Like just in terms of like pure joke writing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, just such a great mind. Um, but I did like I when I was seventeen and when I was nineteen, I did a show. Like I did a special. Yeah. <laughs> Inverted <laughs> commas for those listening. Um Who for? Uh, the people at my church. So it was, they were fundraisers because yeah. I figured this is the only way. I didn't know about the com- – like, literally, I thought the way the comedy scene worked was you do you just do this yeah. and eventually, like, uh, an executive watches and goes, like, you've got what it takes, kid. <laughs> I'm going to take you far. Yeah. Um, I didn't know, like, you do five minutes and then ten minutes and then – Yeah. Yeah. Um, so but so a yeah. full what full hour or something. First show was an hour and a half. <laughs> what the fuck? First show was an hour and Holy a half. Shit. That's, that's true because Com- I did that at Fringe as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did like it's four wild. bits of five and then I was like, I'll do a fringe show. Yeah. 50 minutes. Yeah, off I go. <laughs> but for me, like uh, it was I, it was ignorance. Like I didn't know how stupid that was yeah. to do. Yeah. 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 Like, there was no just, one yeah. with experience to be like, bro, you yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah. So the way you guys are looking at people now is how are they people five, six years ago were looking, looking at, at you guys going, yeah. you yeah. fucking idiots. Pretty yeah. much. But the hour. good thing about that is because I did that, it, like basically I had two hours of, 
material yeah. <laughs> that I just had to prune five minutes from for Raw. Yeah. And that was my first actual Sick. performance on the scene. Yeah. 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 Right. Was that your cricket? Lying down. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. My, my homeschool joke, which I still do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was from those specials. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, sorry. Then now you now you teach comedy classes, which is awesome because I've actually hit you up for tips and advice when I was teaching comedy last year at some workshops. Mm. It, 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 did, um, it did attract some different specimens, I can tell you that much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I found it very difficult – it was really strange because people that weren't funny, like at all, were trying to do it. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. But it was just, in my head, I'm like, how is this something that you've come to, to yeah, do? Dude. And well, there's, you know, I mean, it's the same thing with what we used to watch Australian Idol. There'd be people that, you know, yeah, wait right. in line for hours, yeah. stand yeah. in front of like the professionals of the scene and sing horribly. Yeah. Because at some some level they think, you know, this can happen. Yeah. Or um, even do they think it's just a, something they love? So they're just going to try? Yeah. To be fair, not, not all the people doing the class are like, I want to get in the stand-up yeah. scene. Yeah, that yeah, might yeah, be yeah. half or less than half. It's yeah. people that are like, either I do something else, like yeah. I'm a public speaker, I'm a motivational speaker, I do like workshops yeah. and oh, wow. I want to be funny while I'm doing it. Okay. That's quite common. That's probably like one in three. Yeah, okay. right. Um, and then there's people that are just like, uh, I, it's a bucket list thing. I'm yeah. bored. I want to challenge myself. This petrifies me, so yeah. I'm doing it. Wow. I found um, a few of them were like, I just want to learn how it works. They didn't realize they had to write any jokes. They just wanted me to talk about what it was like doing comedy. Yeah. It was quite a couple. Mm. Um, and you covered my class for me and you had zero students and made a pretty penny. So it was perfect. <laughs> Remember the second <laughs> class and no one showed up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, good on you. Nikki did good on you. your class, eh? Nikki. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Uh, so a while ago. Um, who, who else? Yeah, who else has gone through your school? Oh, dude, heaps. Uh, Roz Evans did my class. Manus uh, did my class. Uh, Josh Durkin yeah. um, did my class. What about the back. good comics? No, no. Uh, <laughs> These oh, guys are only brand new. You're I love uh, and people like. I know he goes up there and does one-liners and he reads them, Durkin, but I oh, fucking- Yeah, Durkin's got some belters. I fucking love them, man, because so, I love yeah. dark. And I love the yeah, darkness. He's fearless too. Like he'll, he'll just- Yeah, doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care if everyone hates oh, it. He'll nosedive on purpose. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a hell of a thing to behold. <laughs> There's something to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like it's that. It's for us. It's not for them. Yeah. I wanted it's to do us. Gong every week specifically for that, to see the crowd go, get the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're into that. How's that been going? Like- what, what have you enjoyed about it? Because uh, what, five years of classes? Yeah, yeah, doing at least like a couple um, a year. Um, it's been, yeah, it's, it's been really good. I, I've like, it, it started because Sam Longley, who runs the Lazy Susan and Big Hoo-Ha, originally wrote the thing and he was like, hey, can you just teach it? But mm. over the years, I've like kind of rotated his stuff out of my stuff in. So it's yep. become less Sam's curriculum and more my curriculum. Mm. And I've learned a lot from like writing, like, because every time I'm teaching, I, I'll stumble upon a new thought that I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a really valuable idea. Yeah. And sort of chuck that in. Um, so yeah, I've, I've learned a lot from doing it. Um, and it's also just really rewarding to see so many people on the scene. Yeah. Um, last night I did a gig where 10 of the 17 people that were on <laughs> had hey, done my to. cause. That's good. Um, so, yeah, it feels like I'm, you know, yeah. feeding the, the scene. Maybe That's too awesome. much. Who do you, who's been the best so far? Because is anyone still around from, <laughs> is anyone still around from, from five years ago? Because I They find, all blend together, man. I can't even remember. Yeah. remember who's what do you think where? the average length is of an open mic? I reckon two years and they're out. Two years and they're either going to stick around long time yeah. or, yeah, they'll just be Go like, uh, for me, uh, in 
it's more like one year, I'd say. One and gone. Of, of, of people that are like, nah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then either they, they get through that one year and then you see them, you know, around regularly or yeah. they're just gone. I'm yeah. in that ca- I'm in that category. Yeah. You're gone? Sort of, no more gone? No, I'm, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm, After. I'm not putting time, too much time and effort into it anymore. Yeah. I'm putting more, more of that time and effort into filmmaking and writing in that regard. Yeah. And I was telling Dalby, I still want to do it. And this podcast. And yeah, and the podcast. But I'll, I want I want to do it I'll, But and I love the creative side of um, of actually doing stand-up, but for me it's just uh, it's going to be a bit of a, like a – just a hobby on the side, something mm. I can do with my friends, yeah. which means I will suck <laughs> the majority of the time. But yeah. I'm, I'm quite fine To get that. spots. Yeah, oh, <laughs> on stage. But I'm quite fine with that. I just, it's, it's. Mm. I don't. I want to. Um, I spoke to to someone about why I was not wanting to get back up and do it, and um, she suggested that a bit of it was the FOMO, it's like seeing all my friends do it. Yeah, I want to get up and do it with them, mm. even though I can't. <laughs> so <laughs> that was a b- big part of it. Yeah, yeah. Some me with sex. <laughs> Just watching all your friends. Yeah. They don't know. It's a, it's a, yeah, oh. it's a crazy share house, man. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so uh, I was going to say, it's, it's weird. You find people dropping out. I don't think that many people coming through. There's not a lot of real massive standouts for me. Like, I think Tarbo is probably one of the best newer crew. Yeah. That's yeah, like. Sure. Tarbo's recently really hit his stride. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. did a weekend at the lounge with him and he was crushing. Yeah. yeah. So good. But like, if you're out there and you want to try stand up, do Matt's course because we need some. Good new talent that doesn't yeah. cost a lot to put on a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I lay like I lay down. I think people get the wrong idea. Like they're like, uh, like I'm. I don't know. People roast me as if I'm out there going like I can teach you to be funny. Like yeah. I can't. That's like the first thing that comes out of my mouth. Yeah. But I'm like, if you're not funny, I can't. Because I I also when I was a teenager, I'd teach drums. Yeah. And I'd feel bad because some parents would bring their kids in to teach drums week after week after week. No sense of rhythm. They just got nothing no I can do for them. Yeah. They're not going to make any progress. They can't clap on time. Yeah. They're not going to play drums. Yeah. Um, and some people that do the class are a bit like that. They, they just don't have the instinct. Yeah. Of of how funny works essentially. Yeah. Like at, at a certain point, it's like a sense of rhythm. Most people have it to some extent. Yeah. Some people just flat out do not. Yeah. yeah. So. I've worked out if they weren't funny. I just was like, tell me a story. A time where, yeah. and I'd give them a topic on a story, uh-huh. and I try work something out, or like tell me a story you share with people about a time that happened yeah. when you're on holiday, when you're camping, and then I try get them to work backwards from that. But sometimes, like, there's nothing. There's a lot of strange people in the world, man. Yeah, and you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, no, that was good, but it's just missing a setup. And a punchline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Constructive criticism when there's funny. nothing funny. Isn't it? Yeah. I find the best litmus test for finding out if someone has the knack for writing material is the rule of three. Yeah. If you give them an exercise and you want to make them rule of three, it's very, it's like, it's like comedy math. Yeah. Like it's, it's literally like, uh, you know, one, one, um, two. two. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You create a pattern and then you like spin the pattern. Like the drums the almost. Like the drums, yeah, parody. <laughs> uh, um, and just like, that's a really good, some people will just get it straight away. They yeah. understand, bang, 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 churn them out. And some people uh, will just say the same thing three times yeah. and think that's how the rule of three yeah. works. So, On the third so one, people, people listening, uh, maybe Matt explain rule of three. So yeah, the rule of three is basically, well, it comes from the, the concept that humans have a glitch in their brain where we like 
patterns of three. Yeah. You know, even in non-humorous contexts, like stop, drop and roll, slip, stop, slap. Yeah. It's, things are catchy and they, 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 they capture our imagination when they're in a pattern of three. Yeah. But it also helps with humor, which is essentially expectation and surprise. All jokes are that in essence, because you can set up an expectation by creating a pattern with the first two. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then the third one is a surprise because you break that pattern. Yeah. So that's essentially what the rule of three is when you're listing, you know, I'm out at the club and I see this girl and this girl and this girl. And the third one's like a, a break from the pattern. Yeah, like a Bruce Jenner or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> you could have taken that anywhere else. But. Just a break from the pattern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so That was going to be a really good clip I was going to put on socials and then Delby's just gone and Bruce <laughs> Do you want to say it again? <laughs> I'll just, I'll just change. Right. You, don't kick me out of your class. <laughs> um, I think that'll be a better pat. That'll be a good clip because it'll get hate. Yeah, the hate so. is what... Hate is and blowing he, and this he re- up. And he reprimanded me, so it was good. Actually, I've got, I've got some night. hate. I've got some hate for Matt right No now. way. Yes. Oh, no. I bloody hate you. <laughs> yeah, I've got some <laughs> hate. Your views. I've got a bone to pick. You did a song saying everyone's got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is that a song? It's true. It, it's, not only that, he's been on three podcasts in the last fucking two weeks. I, dude, I literally think doing that song to plug subliminally his song. <laughs> made people go like, hey, you should get mad at our podcast. Yeah. You're well, right. Suddenly I'm on all these podcasts. Well, so. my, I've just got you on because- we did teach night, but also you've got your Perth Comedy Festival coming up. Yes. So. And also you haven't been on by yourself yet. No, I've and been on with someone's arm every time I've been yeah. on this podcast. And you've, nice. uh, you've got an interesting backstory. I do have an interesting backstory. From what backstory. I hear. What? Yeah, yeah. I haven't actually heard it yet. The What's full backstory? backstory? I've known Matt for a long time and I haven't delved into the origin oh, stories. You haven't delved? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Delvarello. <laughs> hadn't delved. <laughs> so... Um, Let's do it, man. I'm interested. Are you are you happy to share? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. What what so, do you want to know? Where were you touched? <laughs> <laughs> no, so you were homeschooled. So this is yesterday. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Homeschooled. So yeah, I come from a really uh, evangelical family. So you think like Hillsong? That's that's the vibe. Um, no, no masks. No masks. <laughs> no. Well, they have to because it's the law. Hey, hey, bro. Pretty, pretty much. You'd get along great with my family. Yeah. They, they can have concerts and not, and not have them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. A yeah, while ago. yeah. I mean, they, yeah. Anyway. Allegedly. There's a, there's a big crossover between the religious community and being anti-mandate. Big, big yeah. cross in the yeah, community. Yeah, just because that's what the conservative position, I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I, I came up. Big old family, one of seven kids. Fuck, I forgot um, that. Yeah. Um, Do you have a big house or you have to share? Um, I'd say it's comparatively quite big. It's not like a two-story house or anything. We, we were pretty like, you know, I'd say like middle class, lower middle class, like five bedrooms. We had to because there were so many of us, but we yeah. were all like in bunk beds and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, room for activity. Growing up, so much room. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, homeschooled um, in, in primary school, then went to, to like a Baptist high school. Um, Can we just not gloss over that for a second? Why? Because it's very interesting. Oh, you want to dive into the trauma? Yeah, yeah because <laughs> when, when, we're doing, um, when we're doing teacher night, uh, I was like, oh, fuck, Matt, we, we actually homeschooled or is it just a joke? Yeah. He's like, no, 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 I was actually homeschooled yeah, right. until high school. Yeah, legit. So, so which, I don't think my parents thought through what kind of trial by fire that would be, man. Because the way my mum thinks about it, because she's like, I'm like, I wasn't socialised as a kid. Like, I was such a weirdo. Um, and my mum's defence is like, no, we had like homeschool like meetups. Yeah, that's it's with your blind. brothers and sisters. No, well, it's the blind leading the blind. It's a bunch of kids that don't get socialised properly with a bunch of kids that don't get socialised properly. Oh it reminds me of the Simpsons when Bart gets put in the class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's just blunt knives rub- rubbing up against each other. So... 
So like, we learned good. nothing from each other. <laughs> oh, so they had homeschool meetups here where you do school yeah. carnivals and running and <laughs> no, no, none of that. <laughs> Literally just like so, like a like a picnic. Yeah, like, like you know, there'd just be a bunch of with your parents. So yeah, well, my mum, you know. Yeah, because it's and, not normal to socialize around kids when your parents are mm. are there as well. Yeah, so yeah, that's right? another aspect. Yeah, so there's so a whole. It's not the same. It's not the yeah. same as actually having to like negotiate being, you know, cool yeah. and, and, you know, have Saying social no interactions with your peers. Yeah. 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 So, because uh, how would you get friends? Like, where would the friends come from? Just family friends? Well, you know, because I was in the church community, yeah. right? And I'm a pastor's kid. So, that I was there all the time. So, yeah. all of my friends would have come from church. But they're were all the going cool to school. Because your dad was the pastor? I was not the cool <laughs> kid, man. <laughs> but to the church kids, are they like, oh, his dad's the pastor? Oh, I suppose. For the kids that gave a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I did not feel that vibe walking yeah. around. I didn't feel like yeah. a prince or anything. <laughs> and you made it awesome. Like, because I was just genuinely intrigued at how you learned things. If mum doesn't know or dad or whoever's teaching you, and you just said you had to teach yourself. Oh, dude, that's the like the one big thing. Like, I would never homeschool my own kids. Yeah. But that's like the one big like two thumbs up I give to homeschool is how like as a kid, the whole time I was in charge of my own education. I taught myself everything. I like, uh, I was in charge of my own schedules. You know, I could sleep in if I wanted, as long as I got my work done in like by the end of the day. You're like a reverse um, DCP kid. I don't know what DCB is. The Department of Childhood Protection. Oh. So like the kids <laughs> yeah, that are in charge of their own life and their own schedule, but they don't give a fuck because right. they, they are just, yeah. like, you know, they don't have someone that loves them yes. at home yeah. watching, mm. making sure. So yeah. you're like the best version of that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't out in the streets. Department of Church Protection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So, Goal yeah. school was pretty, was pretty, you know. So if you couldn't understand the concept, even when we were younger, YouTube wasn't there to explain it. Mm. Are you going to Encyclopedia yeah. Britannica? Are you going to mum? Do they find an expert? Do you get sent to a, a tutor? The Nat- National Geographic, the, the little books, you know, the folders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember get the folders and you yeah. put the animals in there? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I guess- Branch, you didn't pass year two. <laughs> shout outs to the curriculum. I did this thing called the ACE curriculum, which is like a Christian, like- as, yeah, <laughs> I forgot about fucking this. ACE. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's ACE. It's like an yeah. acronym for something. But as Austra- like American Christian. Christian education yeah. or something. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, and they have comic strips in them, but they're they're all characters of kids going to school, and they'd learn like Christian lessons wow. as, as they're at school. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And as you get like old, I never got to do the high school books, but the high school books are about like you know, you know yeah. don't look at the women like that. <laughs> <laughs> are all like don't fight your friends you know um <laughs> so yeah it was it was a whole thing I, I honestly don't remember that often being like i don't like my thing like my the stuff i couldn't understand my yeah. mum because yeah that would that would kick in by the time you get to high school you know you're not learning yeah. about adverbs anymore you're learning calculus yeah so um you know i had teachers by then yeah so, yeah it was mostly a, and your brother and sisters help you were they all homeschooled as well or just you yeah, so interesting social experiment. So my family is seven kids. The the first set of three, it's almost like a first set of three, a break, a second set of three, and then my little sister. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about her. Um, so the first set of three were went to actual school in primary school and yeah. then were homeschooled in high school. Wow. That was when my mum figured out she wanted to homeschool. So when uh, right. the next set of three were born, we were, we were homeschooled until <laughs> mum decided that we were weirdos uh, yeah. and we went to, to high school, so the other way around. What did your older three turn out like? Were they like cool or are they like full um, sheltered? Are they religious? Are they like- Oh, they're all religious. Everyone in my family is religious except me. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I'm the black sheep in 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 that regard. But um, did they I don't know. A, did they have a comic for you? They s- like <laughs> this is the flock. Yeah, this is you're Matt. leaving the flock. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I was the bad kid in the comics. Um, <laughs> Are you, do you, is there any tension between your family, or do they just not know that you, nah. you don't? And that's why, like, it, like it, it, people sometimes go to call like my family's religion a cult. And I'm like, that's my proof is that they're completely, well, not chill. Like in the back of their heads, they think I'm going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the opposite of chill, chill in every respect. Um, but like outwardly, outwardly it's, it's not an issue. Like they're not trying to, it's actually like an interesting, like when you they're know- not like that, leaving a cross on your bed. No, 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 like no. A Bible or like your sprinkling pillow. me with water. And, <laughs> yeah. Evangelicals don't do the water thing, by the way. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of an interesting thing <laughs> because in one head, like in one side, I, I wouldn't want them to do that. I wouldn't want them to like, you know, constantly be trying to evangelize me and bring me back. And so, yeah. but on the other end, I'm like, if you guys really believe that if I die, <laughs> I go to it like un- indescribable torture forever. Why are you not doing anything about this? Like, do you not give you a shit? <laughs> surely they, they believe that there's the divine plan. Is that the, everything happens for a reason? Um, well, they'd, they'd believe that a, a certain kind of like God is in control. Yeah. yeah. So maybe the, I, I, maybe there's like a, you know, I, I'd assume a, a, like a prodigal son narrative in their head where, I, you know, I'm going away. Yeah. The, the one thing that's cool You're is- like Jesus. There's like, yeah. <laughs> disappearing for 30 years. Uh, yeah, but he was, he, was, he was still on side while oh. he was disappearing. <laughs> you know how they don't write still, about him? He was still <laughs> preaching the word. Oh, he he, I thought spring, he just disappeared. And, he didn't go on spring break, that's bro. Why, <laughs> that's why I thought they didn't write about that 30 years until he was 30. Nah, he was. He was. They, like, they wrote about him as a kid, and then there's stories, a gap. Yeah, yeah. There's a gap where he's just Jesus doing carpentry, and, oh, yeah, yeah. and then when he's thirty, <laughs> it kicks in. Yeah, and then, and then um, his wife Mary Mandolin. Oh no, 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 no not, his wife. Mom. Oh. not wife. Oh, <laughs> <Mary. laughs> yeah, oh, we don't know. Oh, Mary's his mum. Code would suggest Mary's his mum. Oh, not yeah. his wife. Yeah, there is a Mary Magdalene who uh, apparently. Oh, he was. She was the hooker. Yes. yes, allegedly. It's not, it's not canon <laughs> to use and that the, word. Yes, that they actually hooked up in any way, but that's like a, a sort of conspiracy theory that and he the actually conspir- did have a wife. And the conspiracy yeah. is they were they labelled her a hooker to ah that she wasn't a hooker. She was just his wife. She just had sex and they and just money. Wanted, yeah, yeah, they didn't want to mm. yeah, devalue the, yeah. the, the interesting. Face of it all. Mm. So oh, they, conspiracy. Yeah, they they think you're you're just off the path. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that that would be something that they might comfort themselves with. How did you have the back. talk? You know, most kids, are, if they're the talk, Dude, it's because they're gay or something. I did not something. get it's to like, choose to have the talk. So, what do you uh, mean? It coinciding with me leaving the church was me um, uh, uh, ending a relationship with my, like, long-term Christian girlfriend for Whoa. different reasons, but they happened at the same time. Mm-hmm. And she scorched earth me. She went to my brother's girlfriend and told, because I confided in her, this was, you know, I've got, got some doubts. Yeah. Um, about God. Yeah. yeah. How does that conversation begin? That's And how did you create so that actually, thought? I don't know, man. How did you get that thought? What, do you think it was influenced by society or was it something you discovered on your own? It was It was baby steps. So it was baby steps at first and then all at once. So first so it was me, because, you know, I was like full fundamental Christian until I was like 18, 19. So I was like, you know, seven day creation, every word of the Bible is literally true as it as it's described, all that um, stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, so little things like huh, the, the theory of evolution 
kind of makes sense, mm. uh, which is an obstacle. Uh, okay, maybe like the the Bible's a little bit allegorical. Maybe some like it's still true, but maybe mm. it's like you know it's yeah. it's 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 telling stories with it with the truth behind them. Like mm-hmm. stand up, yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, um, and so you know, I'd slowly sort of, sort of creeping that way, um, and then other disillusionments like you know. Um, the I, I don't know in, in in church it might not be that way now but definitely growing up I, there's this sort of narrative that people outside the church are, are deeply unhappy there's like a hole in their lives and they're trying to fill it with like you know drugs. drinking or drugs or sex or whatever but it's just Jesus stand if up. they just had Je- yeah <laughs> stand up yeah all the all the classic all the vices. Vices. Um if they just feel, so like actually going to uni and meeting people and having proper deep relationships with non-Christians and being like, oh, you're just as whole or fucked up as the Christian people I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's strange. Um, That's it, quite jarring. Yeah. Because it goes against everything you've been taught and then you see these people that are like happy, they like their job, they like, they're nice to you. Believe in dinosaurs. They're respectful. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. All people, are like, million years all ago. people are like, searching in, yeah. into some we're all searching all the time that's but that's just the human condition and google yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally yeah um but, it, but like there was a there was a there was a like a train hit me moment when i was in my car i literally remember this driving to uni and there was a musician on the radio and he was talking about they asked him like there's lots of jesus references in your songs are you religious and was he was like trained? oh no <laughs> was it train jobs of jupiter <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh he's just small town boy um <laughs> And he was saying like, oh, no, I'm not religious at all, but I grew up religious, so all of this is in my head. Mm. You know, I was basically, you know, it's kind of like being hypnotised, raised religious. And for some reason that moment, I like it proper sunk in that I'd never made a conscious decision to believe in any of it. Yeah, you were. That I literally were born yep. and it was like, here's the way everything is. And I was like, okay. And that was my whole life until then. So wow. uh, it actually all came, that was the moment that it literally all came crashing down. And Did I was you like, feel you have to pull over? Uh, well, I was almost at uni, so I yeah. parked. <laughs> like, well, is that a moment where you like get hot flushes and yeah, you're like- 100%. Like what I, the I, fuck and I, everything. I remember literally getting out of my car, leaning on it and going mm. and saying verbally, holy shit out loud to oh. myself. And then were you like, no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can say holy shit. Did you feel yeah. some sort of anger in that way? Like, oh, nah. I never got a choice. Nah, I, I don't think, because I, I, I fully understand that my parents 100% believe yeah, in yeah. that yeah, cool. um, and they do think they were saving me from eternal damnation and yeah. that there was no you know manipulation and if I believe that 100% I yeah. would um, teach my kids that mm. yeah. so you know I can't blame them at all because I, I, I mean I definitely don't prescribe to this whole idea of a you know a man sitting on a throne with a white beard casting judgement on that's everyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like I don't have that. Idea. List, no, I don't have that idea. To be fair, most evangelical Christians would immediately rebuke that idea as well. But <laughs> they would as well. Well, you know, they would. They would. That's an oversimplification. They would say God is not a man. He's yes. like a, he's a being. You know, mm. some. It depends how you know advanced their. Yeah, I like to picture my God on roller skates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he doesn't judge. He's love personified. Yeah. Of course, we can make arguments be- against. And they just say he to, to for God, but not the masculine sense, right? Mm. Or do they think it's a masculine? energy um uh, i'd say there's different schools of thought most Mm. christians i think who are theologically studied Mm. would say like that god doesn't have a gender he has no need of a gender um but you know he's still referred to as father god and blah 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 it's more like a masculine image because you know religion is 
quite well religion and Christianity is a little patriarchal. It's yeah. still the idea that the man is the head of the family and that sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, God is masculine in that sense. Yeah. Because he's in charge. Because <laughs> I, I I believe in God. I don't know if I've ever said that on the podcast. Wow. But I'm when glad I, I pulled when that I out. say when I say God, <laughs> I mean as in God for a lack of a better word. Like the yes. Like the, the I guess the the universe the the. Source energy, whatever yeah, yeah. the the something that creates everything, consciousness. Yeah, yeah I believe in that. Fair enough, but not a, like a a, a one mm. being that sort of yeah. judges. And I think there's a source energy, and there's there's some sort of greater power, but not yeah. not a judgmental god. That yeah, 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 exactly. Like, mm. yeah. Now, now for that, and when you were talking about like you know turning stories to have a, like a hidden meaning and, and stuff like that. I get that. And I still do believe that's probably uh, what, 100%. The, what the Bible is regardless. Mm. It and can I'm, still be valuable in that sense, yeah, even and to a secular person. And some of these stories may be just translated loosely and differently. And, yep. and like what's the uh, the giant one? The, David and Goliath. David and Goliath. I'm not. I'm sure it wasn't a fucking- I think that's about Brent Harvey and Aaron Sandler. Giant. But like, you know what I mean? That's like, one of the least outrageous. It's just yeah, like yeah. giant- Dude fights small dude. Yeah. Small dude wins. Yeah. yeah, so exactly. But do you know what I mean? Those yeah. they're, they're just sort of escalated. Yeah. And yeah, that's sure. UFC like any, original. Like any, um, tales. Yeah. There's probably a grain of truth in a bunch of them. Like they're yes. probably original. There probably was a great flood at yes. some point. Well, it seems that mythology. every fucking religion seems to have this point, and it lines up pretty similar that there was a great flood. So there mm. must have been some sort of great flood. But yeah. also, like if you only lived in one certain part of the world and you didn't know there was any other parts of the world and it flooded. Which is the world's flooded. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 100%. Like, but the like fact if you just live on Madagascar, yeah. you're like, yo, yeah, everything's yeah. flooded, yeah. man. That is tr- very true. But the fact that these five, six, seven religions that had yeah, places different places in the a world, lot of, that a had lot of no religions of, do match up. Yeah, they match up time. for a certain time period. But, so that's interesting. Mm. And and again, like whether or not you're fucking collecting all the animals and putting them all on one big boat. Yeah. I'm not no, 100%. Man. I'd yeah. be more inclined to believe I couldn't even was... catch my dog off the leash. <laughs> I, for, for that, I would actually believe more. I would definitely believe more. I still don't think this is true, but I would believe more that there was aliens had a ship and they were collecting all the animals so yeah. they could repopulate. Just the hovered earth. above that the for me would That for me yeah. seems more plausible than a guy building an ark. Yeah, yeah, a ship that was so big that uh, I think uh, like even the biggest ship that's ever been built out mm-hmm. of wood, yeah. it was in like the 1800s, was a fraction of the size of how the Ark is described and immediately Whoa. fell apart. <laughs> like it's just it just does not <laughs> like physically it, it cannot just, happen. It doesn't work. But even that, like you were saying, like, you know, just a small flood on your island and you yeah. think the world is flooded. Even like Noah's Ark, like when they're describing two of every animal, what's every animal mm. yeah. to a nomad in the Middle East yes. two thousand yeah. years ago? Camels, Camel. flies, mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, a couple of donkeys. That's like, true. Like 100% you could fit yeah, two of the animal on a boat, <laughs> yeah, right? You're not going to get the Bengal tiger. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. With historical context, they're not as outrageous as they seem now. But, yeah. Um, yeah. He could have just been like collecting the village's pets. Like, hey, man, don't worry, I got fluffy. I got your goat. Like, we're all sweet. <laughs> yeah. Was there any direct conflict that you found where the Bible contradicted itself, where it said one thing, but then later on it said another and they were in direct opposition, or was it all smooth? Because I haven't read the Bible. Um, and it's not something I really plan on doing, but I feel like I should just so I can. There's there's plenty of, like, examples of that you could whip out, but not, not, not in my personal journey of, of coming yeah. out of religion there wasn't anything of, like that that was motivating for me it was more seeing the ideology represented in the bible and christianity clash with what i was experiencing 
in the real outside. world. Like something, because evangelicals are big on the supernatural, right? So, oh. you know, faith is, oh yeah, speaking in tongues, faith healing, oh. prophecy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all of Not that. Not ghosts there for that. Do it, ha, uh, just one Holy Ghost and none others. Oh yeah, yeah, the Holy Ghost. Yeah, but no like supernatural, um, like there's ghosts and media There would be, no, no, no. I don't nah. think like we're like, you know, not evoking spirits and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. if an evangelical was to tell a story about, you know, uh, they, because they believed you die and go to heaven, right? Mm. So they still exist. And, you know, feasibly you might have a communication with, mm. and no one would say that's that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, and the evangelicals are the ones that are on TV preaching hard, eh? Yeah, Our brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty oh, much. Okay. There's a whole, there's a, there's a few like different schools within that. There's like Baptists and Pentecostals yeah. and all that. Um, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. the tongue the, thing. I don't doubt that people think that something's happening, but I just think they're overwhelmed with yeah. whatever's going on, and they're like, Laura, I love you, Jesus. Oh, dude, you just, can do it any time. Yeah. I can still speak in tongues right now. Yeah. So it's um, half the woke them. culture is fucking speaking in tongues to me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So um, from there, you go to high school and you fucking are you in your Jesus sandals, and everyone's like, "God boy, oh, God 100%, boy," percent socks and sandals kind of kid. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a back to school, so most of my classmates were Christian to some degree. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, to, they their were parents, like, to their parents' money degree. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there, was, there were like some, maybe like a handful of kids in our class that would like smoke durries Ooh. behind the shed sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that never. there was like one fight. Yeah. Like proper actual fight at my school in the entire time I was there. Uh, uh, what, what happened? Was it punching or was it like? I, dude, I didn't even see it. Uh, I was just going from one class to the next and there was a circle on the oval. I'm like, oh, crap. I I him, at least they taught him not to snitch. Shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it was it was a pretty safe environment yeah. um, for, a, for a homeschool kid comparatively. <laughs> if they put me in like a like a bloody Darrow school, that would have been a bad Bro, time. Man. I would have been, been eaten hectic. alive. Been but that's hectic. where my knack for comedy came from. Because I was unintentionally hilarious. Because you were just so light and naive. Completely athletically inept. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. What I, and because I'm, you know, my mum, you know, I, I wasn't watching Dragon Ball Z. I yeah, wasn't yeah. watching Saturday cartoons. You know, I'm watching VeggieTales. Yeah, yeah. What's so, VeggieTales? Is what that Jesus? It's it's like, uh, look it up, dude. It's like, it's like Larry the Cucumber and Bob the, the Tomato. Nice. It's healthy eating. It's like, it's a, it's a kid's TV, like an animated kid's TV show. But there's like a Bible lesson in between. Oh, so it's like a Christian nice. TV show. Yeah. Um, so I'm just completely unplugged plugged from popular culture in general. So I, I think I, I, I was accidentally hilarious. And also like <laughs> you know, it's in my personality to perform a little bit already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so those two things came together. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do this on purpose. Yeah. I'm just going to be a clown, totally embrace it, laugh at myself so that you can't laugh at me first. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's how I, I got into comedy, basically. Yeah, sick. Mm. That's great. And did you do, was your show based, a cult for you, was that based off- was that your show? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Based off your church or just something completely different? Because <laughs> nah, that was like, uh, I think because of my experience with religion, I'm fascinated by belief systems. Mm. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. Beliefs, belief systems, why people believe things. Yeah. So I, I went on a massive cult kick. I watched every cult documentary in existence. What do you think they have in common? Cults. Mm. Uh, generally, like just in general, yeah. generally a male leader starts out really euphoric. So yeah. it's actually legitimately a, a fucking great time yeah. yep. for like a year or so yep. and slow and it grows and it grows and it grows to the point that at some point 
the leader gets it in his head that he has power and he can do whatever he wants yeah. and he'll sort of baby step people into some pretty fucked up stuff. Inevitably, he's going to sexually abuse people in the cult. Like yeah. it's, it's like they follow a goddamn script yeah, yeah, yeah. to that extent. The Ten Commandments. But yeah, there's yeah. 10 goddammits. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And then things start to fall apart. People start to realize it's fucked up and start to fray away. The control gets more and more intense yeah. until the whole thing snaps. What's your favorite? My favorite? My, yeah. I, I, this is my favorite cult story, yeah. right? So there's this, I think it's called, I think it's from a documentary called The End of the World Cult. Okay. And there's this guy, uh, he calls himself Michael. He reckons he's like Jesus reincarnate, basically. Um, and he has this little estate out in the middle of nowhere where he's got this like whole like, you know, Mormon looking thing. Like they're all wearing bonnets and dresses and they're all like, they believe that he is going to take them to the promised land type of thing. Only they're, only they're going to go to heaven. Yeah. Anyway, one day he comes <laughs> under the, the power of the, the God, like God smacks him. And so he's on the ground. He can't move. And God tells him, um, this is him telling the story. Yeah. Uh, you have to consummate with your son's wife. You have to do it. And he says, no, God, no. <laughs> I don't want to do it. That's, that's what, awful. That's what God did to Joseph. That's disgusting. What? What do you mean? God fucked Joseph's wife. Oh, you mean, jo- yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two Josephs. I was like, oh. oh who's, who's the uh, other Joseph? No, no, no. Good. That was what jo- God didn't even tell Joseph about that. Yeah, that's the worst. He fucked Joseph's wife. Yeah, God and told him himself, like, hey, by the way. Because Joseph's the son, like everyone's God's children. The first cuck. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so he's like, no, I don't want to fuck my son's yeah, he's wife. Like, I don't want to fuck my son's wife. And God's like, no, you have to do it. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll obey. <laughs> so he tells his son and her wife this. And she's like, well, if God says, you know, oh. I, I, I also feel, you know, Blah blah blah, and as he's telling the story, the camera pans over, and his son is is leaning against a doorframe, not with his hands, with his forehead, like trying to hold it together, because he literally he didn't just say like, "Hey, now we're both fucking this chick." Yeah, she's my wife now, and he already had a wife. Oh my god! So this guy now has two wives, one of whom is his son's wife. And the dude's just alone now. Oh my god! It, it, it was just an inc- it's just an incredible example of just how people's brains yeah. can just get in this cage, and they just allow the most insane stuff to happen. This is my yeah. wife. This is my son's wife. <laughs> well, this is it, well, some of those cults they do the suicide. The, 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 but, the, yeah, the yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The that UFO cult did that. The, the drink, the, what's Jonestown, the drink? The Red Jonestown. Yeah, yeah the Kool Aid. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. man. The Kool Aid one is just. Um, someone like did nuts. it. Yeah, so explain the Kool Aid one. So, Jonestown basically it started off kind of interesting. He was this white preacher who found, who got into the black Baptist scene. Mm. So, he was like preaching at a black Baptist church because it's quite segregated white Baptist and black, but like it's different kind of styles going mm. on. Yeah. But he would just, he was really popular in like the black Baptist scene in like, it was the like 70s. Eminem of the 70s. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Knees weak, all that. Uh, <laughs> um, and that, that grew and grew and grew to the point that he started to have this massive following, massive audience. Blah, 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 blah. Basically, in the end, it got so big, it became this organization. He was like, hey, let's buy some land out in some South American country. I want to say Guatemala. Okay. Um, and that became Jonestown because he's so-and-so Jones. Yeah. So, you know, he still had thousands of followers in America, but he was slowly shipping them over to South America where he, things just became fucked. Like it's he like started him. psychological abuse. Like, you know, he'd be over the loudspeakers in the middle of the night, wake up, blah, 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 blah. Like all this kind of stuff that you do when you're brainwashing people. Yeah. That's like um, the reverse of, of how America was started. He was sending people back. <laughs> to, mm. to Africa. South oh, America. South, South America, America, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they were literally making things go down south. 
Um, why Why was he screaming? What was his logic? Or is he just losing this shit? Just the same thing happens to all these dudes, man. Wow. He, they just go power tripping. And they're, it's important to understand they're drinking their own Kool-Aid here. Yeah, like they yeah. all, they genuinely, like I think a lot of people see these people, even like, you know, evangelical faith healers and like they're hucksters, they're tricksters. They know that they're full of shit. Yeah. They don't, man. No. They 100% believe that they're doing this too. They, yeah. they are also tricking themselves. So he's on that power trip. Eventually things start to get across the American uh, government like nah he's actually abusing people over here so uh, a politician comes over to check things out um, it's all fine everyone's smiling very North Korea it's all good <laughs> someone slips him a note that says nah things are fucked uh, he gets he gets word of this and as the American senator is leaving in his plane he has people go out and shoot him um, they come back and say yeah, okay we've just shot this senator and so he goes oh okay we're fucked now. Uh, uh, so he gets up on a pulpit, tells everyone that this is what happened and says, we've made up this Kool-Aid, um, you know, we're go- let's just go to heaven now. This is our destiny. But you can listen to the whole recording of yeah. this, by the way. There's like a 30, 40 minute recording of, of Jonestown's last moments. Very disturbing. Who was recording it? Um, it's just being recorded by the pulpit system. So it, it was- what, So he was like big brother. Yeah, I and guess so. Could, I guess he had recording equipment because he was recording his sermons and stuff. Wow. So they just found it in like a black box type of thing. Oh. Um, so yeah, they just, and, and again, just insane. Like parents feeding their children mm. poison mm. first. Much like the jab. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, I need your <laughs> um, And the crazy thing is after everyone poisoned himself, he went and shot himself. So he took a different way out. Um, that was he, much less painful and traumatic. Anyway, yeah, he's that's the story of Jonestown in a very oh, short yeah. amount of time. I remember watching that. I remember them shooting him now and that's, yeah. But a few people didn't die, right? A few people. A few people ran away into yeah. the jungle. Yeah, but everyone that survivors. drank the Kool-Aid died? I'm pretty sure. What was yeah. the, sure. the Kool-Aid? It's Don't almost the Kool-Aid. a thousand. Poison. Cyanide. Cyanide. Just like, yeah. Cyanide. Um, yeah. Yeah, right. So, you. yeah, that's cool. So you- <laughs> so you were in a cult. I'm just, I'm just like the whole belief system and, and humans. Like you're right, man. People get gaslit. I've been gaslit. I've fucking had my my own thoughts twisted on me. Yeah. And even the most intelligent people, like the Tinder swindler mm. and bad vegan. I think. Oh, totally. Did you totally. watch Bad Vegan yet? Yeah, I have. What do you reckon? I literally just finished watching that. Fuck, man. It's the same thing you watch from the cult where you're like, you seem like a reasonably intelligent person. How no. the hell? But again, you, you once you watch enough enough of these, you realize like there is something in our brains that just like there's a trap door, and if we let ourselves yeah. go there, like yeah. we we can be completely manipulated into the most crazy, stupid shit. Mm. What's the UFO cult? I think that's this podcast. The UFO yeah. cult was real. Oh man, I think I know this one off. Yeah, oh, you, you go. Oh, uh, it was a guy and his wife, and they basically believed that um, there was a UFO that was going to come to Earth oh, and, and collect take everyone, everyone and take them, them to another planet, which planet. was you know a Isn't heaven that substitute. Scientology. Um, I think Scientology so kind of is, is close to this, planet? but this yeah. is a whole different deal. That's the like, thing, like with Scientology. But I there's think nothing the first three or four levels of Scientology are pretty make, making you a better person. Yeah, it's like yeah, really yeah. good. Lots of benefits. Mm, I think euphoric. up until like six. <laughs> but you know what it is? First and, five, six steps and what, are like really what, good. What I think then, is happening yeah. here a lot is sunken loss fallacy. So say you're you're invested in Scientology, you go through the first three or four layers. By the time you get to layer five, and even in the Scientology people, people start saying they reveal something, you're like, whoa, that's fucking nuts. This is yeah. different. Yeah. But by then, how many years have you invested? Yeah. All your friends are Scientologists. Yeah. You've like cut all ties. You're now volunteering all your time. You don't have a job anymore. You rely on them financially. So this is, a, I think what happens to a lot of people is, you know, when shit gets crazy three years in, yeah. you've now spent three years in this cult. Like yeah. you're way more likely to talk yourself around. It's like I, a relationship. I do that with 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. 
I do yeah. that with anything. I was at a hairdresser's the other day. I was waiting for so long. It's like I've waited 45 minutes. Yeah. I can't leave now because yeah. then I've just wasted 45 minutes waiting. Yeah. Even though I knew it was going to have to wait another half an hour. Yeah. yeah. And, and so you could get yourself half an hour right now. Completely yeah. a different uh, scale yeah, 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 of things, but, but the same process. Same, same process. And you thought, like, I don't want to make the everything behind me a waste. Yes. Yeah. Even though I'm going to waste a whole bunch Is ahead of me if yeah. I keep going. Is, so do, the, do you think that happens a lot in life with everything? Yeah, always. Oh, I yeah, think as you said, even, relationships is another great example. Yeah. People in dead end relationships, five, six years, they know it's, it's bullshit. It's awful. But right. if we break up, I've wasted the last five or six years of my life. Yeah. Which is even more terrible. So yeah. they just stay. That hits very close to it's home. Cog- they uh, call that cognitive dissonance? Or is that just like- Cognitive dissonance. Sunk yeah. It's yeah. called sunken loss fallacy. Cognitive dissonance okay. yeah. is where it's you uh, know something's- It's no, when you're you- separated you, from- You have two ideas that contradict, contradict each other yeah. and you find a way to make them mesh. Yes. So yeah, okay. they're, they're okay. yeah, yeah. So that you don't have to deal with the- With the reality dissonance. of being yeah. wrong. Yeah. 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 Like the- uh, the Literally, like the jab, the side effects, the all the Pfizer stuff and all the all the COVID stuff, where we can go to a pub unvaccinated, but yeah. to work there you have to be vaccinated. Like yeah. that's cognitive. That doesn't make sense. How's it? And you just go, oh, all well, the government said, which is just a big cult. The way you're explaining it, someone raises to power, everyone else has to. It's all good, and then they go mental, like Hitler. I feel, yeah, I know? feel there's a bit with that. I feel there's a little bit of vindication for the people who have held strong if they didn't want to get it but at the same time it's like it's not a win for them it, it's, it's a loss for humanity it's a, well, so if, <laughs> even for them if they consider it like uh, I, I do like watching um, Corey White post his thing like he's like oh, the, what the deep throat the humble pie at yeah. the moment is his thing that he's posting but <laughs> some of his the way he frames things he's got away with words yeah. but it's, it's a loss still yeah. because I mean, even right now even right now it's when does it finish Friday, Friday. Friday. midnight Still, right now, people have to wear a mask. They're still doing as they're told, even though like there's no difference between Friday and Wednesday. No, like, yeah, so there's still it's everything. Those the, the people who have held strong are literally doing almost to rebel. Yeah, and they're still. Well, you're not. Part, trying they're to still rebel, doing what they're to told. Do. They've been, they're doing. They're being I'm told now interviewing okay. you. I'm about to because yeah, I'm yeah. not quite on this train. Yeah. yeah. For for you guys, like now that the mandates are lifting. Um, as an aside, it's, I, find, I find it kind of because the anti-mandate people are like cheering this and being like, oh, "You look embarrassing now." And it's like I'm pretty sure we all knew that they would lift at some point. That yes. was oh, the point. I, don't, I don't know if they would. I wasn't confident that they would lift at some point. Yeah, I, well, that's like I I always thought I always knew that this is the way it would go. Is that yeah. everyone who's following the mandates is trusting that they would lift at some point. But when they lift, the anti-mandate crowd will either. Um, I hope. will claim that it was their protests that made them happen, even yeah. though that they were inevitably going to happen. No, it wasn't. Anyway, um, now that the mandates have lifted, do you think the loss that you're describing is um, the precedent that's been set? So even though now we're not going to check vaccine passports and we're not going to have masks and we're not going to have any of these capacities enforced by the government, what's the loss going forward for you is that we know that society will just do what they, do say. What they said? Do what they say. We're still mandated to get something that – wasn't safe, and I don't think safe. Even though, I mean, maybe it is safe. Oh, it's largely safe. Maybe yeah. 90, yeah. 9% of the population. But the same, but that's the same with COVID. Largely, largely safe. safe. Yeah. <laughs> so I just don't like what's happened over something that, like COVID. If it was fucking like a, a zombie outbreak where it was so damn clear that you get COVID and you fucking die or you get and you're a zombie bang, yes. Over something that when there's 20% asymptomatic, like, the the what's it called the waiting, the waiting didn't didn't feel right. Yeah, okay. Like we're mandating this waiting the scale. over a virus that is, for the most part, not deadly, not going to do as much damage. 
maybe at the very start, I think everybody was mm. worried. Yeah. Of it. But then over time, it was like they didn't want to admit they were wrong and they just doubled down. I do, I do, oh, see even I'm on that with that. Yeah. There, there was a point. It was very frustrating. About like start of this year, end of last year, where I, 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 my official opinion on it was what's happening now is everyone's just doubling down on whatever they thought. Yeah. So the politicians who were like, let it, let it run, are still just yeah. going, let it run. Mm. I don't care what's happening to the hospital system. The yeah. politicians who were like, locked down are like, no, we're going to stay like, locked yeah. down. Everyone's just saving their own face. It's frustrating because you should be able to go, hey, we've never experienced this before. Why well, we're doing what we thought was right. Yeah. Let's reassess. Mm. But no one was reassessing in the right amount of time. Well, not even the-, the um, we, WA the, has seen what's happened. We're not even the yet Liberals. we still went through the fucking process that has been proved, that's already been ditched so and the, thrown out. So this the West what, Australian Liberals couldn't even get the, um, they wanted to see the science behind the decisions being made by McGowan. Weren't allowed to. Well, he couldn't even get them that's released. Disgusting. Mm. Um, so- there's, there is a bit of the lack of transparency. It probably, you know, it, I just don't it, feel it like makes pa- it makes it worse. Mm. Yeah. But um, like for me, it's not the it's it's more so just like look look at someone like a Corey White, for example, who's openly I'm not vaccinated. I'm not doing this. Mm. Um, the jobs that he lost, the work that he's lost, the, the the relationships that would have been, and this is just one person. I'm talk I'm using him as an example, but this is broadly across a lot of people. Um, it's just going. It's that's never going to be addressed. All yeah. the, the all the um, yeah. It's just like move on. That happened. Yeah. But people Small have business. lost. People have lost. People have lost work. People have lost their businesses. People More. have lost uh, relationships. People suicides have lost through the roof. Mental health uh, pro, uh, problems. Uh, businesses that will still f- go under long term because yeah. they've suffered too much already. There's a lot of. There's a lot that's just been disregarded yeah. because of the mandates. Now, I'm not saying that the mandates didn't have an impact. They could have, um, but I just think there's a there's a there's a whole thing that's not being addressed. Yeah. I feel like the mandates didn't have an effect, and this is bro science. But when you look at the amount of well, it's not bro science. It's using stats provided by the government. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just did. All I did Who was- Who were probably bros. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well, patriarchy. <laughs> so you look at the amount of cases and the amount of ICU at Sydney, uh, Victoria, Queensland, and it's comparative to WA, who had to have 99% vaccination rate. Yeah, yeah. And it had to have it all. It's all comparative. It, it's, it's almost, a, it doesn't. So the thing, you can, the thing that you can argue from the other point of view. Is well, maybe that the, the reason maybe we've gotten to this point where we can drop the mandates is because <clears> we mandated it, so then ninety five percent of people or whatever it is got vaccinated, so now we're in a position where we can drop it. Yeah. So there's the oh, there's yeah. the we'll never advocate, know. Look, we'll so, never know. No. I just don't enjoy the fact that regardless. Now, like the other thing is, people call you conspiracy theorists. The amount of professional sports people that have had heart attacks this year, oh yeah, is so disproportionate <laughs> to any other year ever. Again, is yeah. it though? Do you th- yeah, I've yeah, yeah. never all, heard of all, all professional seen, all, sportsmen. All I've seen from that evidence is because I think there's definitely a lot of confirmation bias going on. Potentially. Yes. On both sides. Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah both but sides. like there's a, every time someone has a heart attack, like, I, yeah, I need to see yeah. a bar graph yeah. with like 2019 heart attacks, 2020, yeah. uh, like yeah. to actually go this way more. Because I think what's happening is, you know, every time someone, because I've seen like Shane Warne died. Yeah. Whole comment section, bro. Yeah. Is, well, is oh, blah, 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 blah. So this is, this is probably Ryan by Campbell prior. Ryan just had a heart attack at 50. Yeah. The, Cricket player just had a heart at forty. Like, yeah, this is relatively unheard of, but it might be that thing where it's like, don't think Eyes of the color red. 
So and yeah, yeah. yeah. the eyes are on it, man. Yeah. Every time a sports person has any health problem, yes. from now, I've, I, I admit, for the next three years, yeah. that th- that'll be something people's talking about. It is about. the reticular activating system. Yeah. You see red, you look yeah. for red, you'll see yeah. red. What you but, just need is to look at the stats before and after, and I haven't. Yeah. So I know what the stats, so loosely it was somewhere close to like, let's say it was 100, we'll just use a round number, it was like yeah. 100 heart attack deaths on the soccer field over – um, like a hundred years, and yeah. then last year it was like a hundred in a year. Yeah, okay. I know so it's it was extremely like extremely disproportionate. It was right. there was a huge difference. Now that that's, that doesn't mean it's necessarily the, the vaccine. vaccine. It could because be COVID. It could be COVID as well. Yeah. Yes, because COVID does cause heart problems. Yeah. So that's why I I, I won't jump on it. Mm. I just find it very. Odd. It's and a mess that will never untangle so, ever. Yeah, so there's something going on. Well, if to, they do, they won't admit it because to, that would that would make yeah, them culpable. Yeah. And and so to suggest it's the if it to suggest it's COVID, which is what they're doing on mm. mainstream Fucks media, disgusting. but not entertaining the idea that it's the vaccine is that's no good. But yeah. for me to say it's the vaccine yeah, yeah, yeah. is just as bad as you should acknowledge it. Possibly could be either. Yeah, but until you find out, or I would suggest right it. now there's something going on. People are having more heart attacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It could be that everyone just chilled in their house and did nothing else <laughs> for like six months well, this is, and then went back on the soccer field and were professional this, athletes. That would give me a fucking heart attack. Homeschooled athletes. There's also, yeah, totally. There's also like uh, there's a, a lot of people getting sick a lot at the moment and yeah. that's just because we did – Socially isolate and distant, and like we stop getting sick. So our, I wish no one didn't bring that bacteria on the ark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that, so that's that's a, that's a negative of the social every kind. distancing. That's a negative of that because you know uh, I think we've now established that COVID was um, the actual fatality rate of COVID compared to the flu is actually pretty similar. It's the infectiousness yeah. of COVID. Like more people have it. Yeah. 0.002% of 18 million. Yes. Much more than 0.02% of, say, 500 people that caught the flu. Yes. So so, so many more people can catch the flu, uh, sorry, catch COVID than they can catch they the can, flu. Yeah, yeah. So increasingly I get, so. I wish yeah. there was this much like debate on STIs, man, because- like, <laughs> yeah, like that's my that's in way more infectious. I'm just glad. I mean, I'm doing my best, just not getting laid. <laughs> reg- you know, so. reg- regardless, like I'm glad that Australia is just catching up because the rest of the world has just moved oh, moved it's on. It's illogical that we've seen what's happened everywhere and we still <laughs> did exactly did the exact same thing that we know didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> the mandates, for example, everywhere tried the mandates, didn't work, didn't help, and then they dropped yeah. them. It's been interesting we to see it yeah. where everyone's it. fuck it line. And that's that. <laughs> where they're just like, ah, oh, fuck, fuck it. it. Like, yeah. we literally can't, we, you can't yeah. do this anymore. And that's like that uh, almost, yeah, the cognitive dissonance and where in a cult you just do what you say. Everyone, but we, we didn't do what we say. Everyone had their jobs threatened mm. and their income threatened, which is horrendous. And what I think is going to be the result of that, I would not be surprised if Craig Kelly gets voted in by a landslide margin. In whatever, oh, like a Donald Trump style. Like yes, they've got no. They they feel yeah. so disillusioned. With I think the independents will do a lot better yeah. this election than they did last yes. election. I think. 100%. I think uh, there's a, a majority of people that are your average middle class people They're that done. go with the flow. Yep. But mm. and they won't share in public because they feel shamed. Yeah, that they have an opinion. The silent majority, mate. You just correct. say the buzzwords. Yeah. <laughs> That's the what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't know what the word was. You didn't. Oh, like, well. silent majority. He's, he's not. Yeah. He's not a QAnon. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So I think that is going to be a landslide in whichever direction it is, mm. and we're going to get a politician on because I don't know enough. Yeah, I'm going to try and get Pete. I'd on. love to get someone, even just to explain how fucking. I just remember the lower legislative house or assembly and upper. 
and how bills get passed very briefly from high school. Yeah. What about that cartoon that you watch? No, that's <laughs> the religious one. <laughs> What's that one? It's not VeggieTales. <laughs> that's, that's, it's funny because that's exactly what I thought of when, when you were talking yeah. about VeggieTales was, you know, that the, how does a diploma, uh, how does oh, a law get yeah. signed? Ah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. oh, do what yeah. you got to do. I mean, like, I am a bill. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the Simpsons yeah. though? That was an American thing. And then yeah. the Simpsons, they do it. Lisa learns about it. I think it was a famous, like, yes. it was a famous childhood thing. Like, I am a bill. And then they parodied it. Ah, so, they parodied yeah. it. But it's an Tex, American yeah, thing. Texas I don't think we have yeah. bills Texas, here. Texas yeah. is not even good. Bills, don't pay my telephone bills. But the thing that's, interesting to me that I haven't looked up because I'm just too busy and mm. it doesn't affect me yet <laughs> is when they are talking about uh, your preferences. So if I want to vote for Matt and you don't get in, mm. you give your preferences on behalf of the voter through to someone, someone else. else. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Like I, I understand it, mm. but it's like, if I want you, I don't want you then to go, so we need oh, to- no, nah, Delves reckoned yeah. this, this, and this. Yeah. He's trusting me for that. Like, so do, the two-party system is not, not it, very it, great, is it? Is, is this a, a way, like, we, if you do a little bit more research and you find out who's, who's, the, who's the best to vote for yeah. considering their chances of actually having an impact, yeah. is that the best way to do it then instead of – Well, no, yeah. I think that's a criticism of, of the system as the way it is. I think there's some, some YouTube video I watched that used, like, jungle animals as the fucking, like yeah. – where, where if you're voting for – uh, you're going to vote for monkey, but you know that lion's going to get more votes than monkey. Mm. You feel like if you vote for monkey, you're voting for no one. Yeah. Yes. So now you have to vote for lion. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's, is, is kind of just kind of fucks with it because if, if less people thought like that, the result would be completely different. Yeah. Is that um, independent? Have you seen that independent voting? So we're going to sway viral at least 500 videos. Yeah, that yeah, little viral video about voting independent nah. and how it can help. No. I'll try and share it on our socials. And Text gear, write that down. It went. Um, it actually went quite viral, and it was yeah. it's fucking hilarious as well. It's, they used uh, the tone of that, and then it, it went really well. So mm. even my parents had seen that. So they said, "Oh, we've seen that video, um, and you, we think you got to vote independent." So I feel like social media is going to play. And we already know it. Plays well, we're going to vote for who Mark yeah. tells us to. Well, bloody not McGowan Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bloody the algorithms. Palmer reckons, judging by my YouTube ad algorithm. My God. Okay. What does Palmer reckon? No, the, the song. Oh. You not, are you not getting the song nah. fed to you every time? No, nah, you're a musician. And the road <laughs> is clear and there is no fear. And it's like oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I only hear those three yeah. seconds and then I skip on YouTube every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get a bit never. of Craig Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, my um, Clive Palmer joke that I tell it's on our social on our, one of our social it's on TikTok. It's now got a um, like a COVID warning, but for elections, get your election information. Oh. Um, through yeah, a TikTok through does a not like source. politics, man. TikTok doesn't mm. like anything. We've been banned about six or seven times. I got when I put my McGowan video up, my yeah. McGowan song. Yeah. That was like it. it I, I, they must have shadow banned it because I've never had zero views in a day before. Oh yeah, like that oh, doesn't happen. Don't worry, we've yeah. uh, we've had we've we've been we've had a few, we've, yeah. we've been and definitely the the few videos I posted after that were like seriously dampened. Yeah. Yes, so yeah. So like, they, oh okay, so this is how you guys roll. So two or three videos after you've been banned so or just you've post your track, you've been flagged. Yeah. So yeah. if you've got if you've been flagged and you're you're done, yeah. Don't post something you want people to see. Yeah. Yeah. Because we actually got flagged for bringing up a. Chinese COVID conspiracy, uh, Chinese conspiracy. Yes. Oh, really? And that China- and on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't. <make> any sense. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, that was flagged. Um, 
And even uh, the other day we had our um, dominatrix in and yep. – yeah. Your dominatrix? Yeah, so, yeah. so me getting yes, whipped. Yes, Mistress Sienna, you are our dominatrix. Yeah, so me, me getting whipped um, classified as sexual um, activity. Yeah. Oh, so it worked on me, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we get banned quite a lot. So we've been well, getting like – They did it to Jesus. Two or three – Yeah, totally. Two man. or three-day bans Smashed here it. and there. Jesus was the first person to get cancelled, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, that's um, very clear. Yeah. Uh, was around took Louis CK three yeah. years, Jesus three days. Hey, <laughs> I was going to done. I was going to say before how <clears throat> back to sort of uh, your your childhood and growing up. How does how does that then develop into you? I know you said you became the class clown and developed, yeah. but it then turned into music. When did that? And was it? Did you just have naturally because you played music already with yep. the church? Yep, or? I was musical. My family's very musical. My brother's like really good at piano. All my sisters sing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was taught piano as a kid growing up. Um, but basically me doing music as comedy started with me signing up to do, so 2014 was raw. That was my first time. Yep. And then I signed up to do a Perth comedy festival show, not fringe, Perth comedy festival, to the festival in 2015. And they fucking let me in oh, wow. to do an hour. I was so happy after eight years. They got me in. <laughs> Dude, they were not doing their research, bro. I'm wow. calling them out. Um, <laughs> was I, first I actually freaked out. It was called everybody wants a slice. I, I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Posters like me and there's like pizza flying around. Yeah, yeah. And I just went, fuck, I've got like 30 good minutes, if that. Yeah. So I figured if I write, I, I, I'm just going to churn out. So that's the easiest way for me to get like five minute blocks of yeah, content. Yeah, out of yeah. The show. So I did, ended up doing three three songs. That became like my thing. Every time I did a, a show, I never did them um, while I was doing sets. Yeah. I would just do three songs every um, every. I hate to call them specials when they're not yeah, fucking yeah. tell, but what else do you call them? Shows, yeah. specials. Solos, solos. Solos, solos. Yeah, 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 that's it. Um, every time. Uh, it was only in 2020 when during the lockdown that I actually like, um, I don't know, I, I found a rhythm Pivoted. of writing and a, and a method for writing them that just made it very easy, very quick. I've always had like, and I've always wanted to get this out is when I, uh, is, is singing a song in my head, I have a very vivid imagination for what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. I can hear all the individual parts. Yep. I used to think everyone was like that. I've only recently realized it's quite no, unique to you like, are Kanye. I know exactly what, <laughs> I, yeah, no, uh, can, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, like, like I can like, what's it called? Kinesia? Kinesthesia? Kinesthesia. Where oh. you see the notes and you hear where it's going to go. I can't see, that's like, yeah, something John Mayer has as well. Like you see like music and color and everything mm-hmm. and like, you know, emotions and everything. It's not, it's like when I, when I'm imagining the song that I want to write in my head, I can hear all the parts. I can yep. hear exactly. And I, I, I literally, it's like a record in my head where I play it back. Mm. Um, that's interesting. And so I've always been, you know, wanted to do, but it's only during the lockdown that I like, yeah, really put my head down and found like, oh man, I can churn these out. Mm. Um, and then I'd got more joy out of it <laughs> than yeah. I've been getting out of stand up for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause um, I'd never seen you do songs before. And then mm. um, when we went to see, well, when your fringe show last year, I think it was, I think was it still came hot? to Perth Comedy Festival, Hot Nonsense. Hot Nonsense. Yeah. yeah, yeah it was like the second we, time we, we went. Did it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we went. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was awesome. like, oh, fuck. So we went and it was incredible. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, I've, yeah. Again, I'm getting more for, positive feedback. Oh, yeah. yeah I did except stitch for you when up. I got stitched up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yeah. What was that noise? It's yeah. in the show. So let's yeah. not yeah, yeah, spoil what, what was May your reviews 56. like for your first, your first one? For your, oh, that's sorry. what I mean. Like I've never had a response like that ever. Did you get a review from the slice of story? I mean, oh, everybody wants to slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one ever reviewed that. I no. had walkouts though. 
Oh. Yeah, that was my first ever walkouts. And not like I'm offended, like your shit walkouts, yeah, <laughs> which right. hurt even more, man. Yeah, fuck. yeah. Um, ham on the pizza. No, yeah. pineapple on the yeah. pizza. It's interesting because I didn't even see them walk out. Someone told me about that afterwards and that's said like probably, they walked that's out. That's best. And, and, yeah, and the tech was like, yeah, and they said like this guy's shit on the way. And I was like, why would you tell me <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah, why? Just, if you didn't see it. Yeah. But your new show is great and it's coming up at Perth Comedy Festival. Yeah. And on May 5th and 6th at 7 o'clock and the Recobite Goodwill nice. Club. And yeah. if after you've seen his at 7, I got mine at 8.15 at, yeah. uh, at, at Mount Lawley at, yeah. at Astor. So yeah. that's a drive. No, it's, not, it's five minutes. No, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. finished my show. Drive to Delby's. Just trying to tell him not to come. No, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I, if I was me, I'd go watch Matt Shaw at Matt Shaw 100%. It's fucking Thanks, phenomenal. Man. I appreciate and that. What thing, one thing that I love about your um, songs and shows is – the fucking wordplay and the jokes and punchlines are so high in intelligence, it pisses me off when the, oh, okay. when the general public don't get and appreciate how yeah. well-crafted and how much, how layered it is. Yeah. And I was talking about this um, with my friend Mo and she's like, me and Maddie went and it was the best show ever. <laughs> and we- oh, I've met Mo. We, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were like, we loved it because it's so funny, but they get pissed off that all the dumb cunts are missing yeah. the fucking punchlines yeah. and the funniest. I, I and actually, I'm like, oh, that's yeah. so funny. And I have to explain it. Oh, did you hear that? Yeah. Fucking annoying. But Should, I kind of um, like that. I kind of like that there's like little gems in there mm. and like some people get and some people don't. And I get that comment quite a bit. Like, why yeah. did no one laugh at that like one thing? And I'm like, it's fine. You know, they yeah. hit and they miss. It's you good. feel like it's going to be a belter and they're just like, uh, like listening, like the drummers. They're just on a different rhythm yeah. where they don't pick it up. Yeah. Um, I'll stay my welcome man. Do you care if we play the podcast song? It's only the real version. Yeah, can we yeah, play yeah, it? Yeah, you can play it. Yeah, okay, for sure. Yeah. Inspired Have you heard my Mark McGowan song with Mac Shane that we freestyled? No. Ah, oh, sick. I'll play it for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, not on the potty yeah. event. It's about two and a half minutes, but it's fine. Men become friends. Podcast. Guy forms an opinion. Podcast. Person watches film. Podcast. Man <laughs> finds Mike in the shed. Podcast. Man's name is Mike. Podcast. We're on the air if you're on the hunt for an audio show that lasts one month. Chatting in bars is a thing of the past. Super witty remarks just switch on and blast my podcast. That'd be a great idea for a podcast. People <laughs> hanging out without you. That's a podcast. Bad vibes if you don't subscribe to my podcast. Skip the number, babe. What's your podcast? Let me be inside your ears with a podcast. <laughs> Even Rocky has a podcast. Video killed the radio star, but podcasts put them everywhere. And if you ask me, it's gone too far. Just a facade for desperate wannabes. Like a loser making musical comedy. <laughs> that's great a little, little self-deprecation disclaimer at the end there yeah. <laughs> very good uh, that's just one of uh, plenty of and you make your own music for it as well eh it's quite a yeah. distinct dude I love it distinct, we'll share that uh, video actually it. on our story what do you use uh, Ableton yeah I started out using Logic but Ableton's like the, the level up so Ooh. I'm twitching what's Fruity Loops man I remember that from when I was back in, that, back in the Fruity day Fruity Loops yeah I've never used it yeah. I can't talk to I don't think it's in like the top like three most popular ones. Yeah. Say Pro Tools, Ableton, Logic are the popular ones. Yeah. But Fruity Loops, like, yeah, a lot of producers use that, but I've never even seen it. Yeah. Just yeah, 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 through yeah. an audio talk. interface into the computer? Is that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Great. I got a little MIDI keyboard that I bought by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time I went to buy a keyboard to do my songs, yep. I saw a keyboard on like, it was a you know, Gumtree. Facebook Marketplace didn't exist. Yep. Went to this guy, 
given 300 bucks cash. And then on my, when I'm driving it back, I'm like, it's weird that there's only like one input in, like there's only one plug yeah. into the keyboard. Like where's like the, the, the sustain thing was like, and then I was like, oh shit, this is for like musical production. Fuck. But I was too embarrassed to go give it back to him. Does yeah. it still work properly? It's, it's what I make all my songs on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use it for like five years. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. That's, um, that's sick. So yeah, you've, you've got your Perf Comedy Fest. We got, um, we've been through your homeschool and your cult. Yeah. And, uh, your high school. How did you find, how did you learn how to talk to chicks? How did I learn how to talk? Oh, dude, uh, I've got five sisters, bro. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that part was sorted. Yeah. <laughs> you just, <laughs> like, grow, like grow, I've always found like- You just walk up and go, hey, you hey. go. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, you know, I find like women much less intimidating than men. Yeah. In terms of like, if I wanted to like, like be confident that I can walk in and like be socially, yeah. you know, above water. Same. Way rather Same. A, a, a room of women than a room of men. Same, 100%. Yeah. I'd rather walk in and talk to chicks. Yeah. Yeah. Even uh, at a bar. Just, bec- just because, like, growing, like I'm literally homeschooled with my, my, my like, two sisters that are closest mm. to me in age. Um, you know, growing up, I'm watching, like, fucking Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, shit yeah. with my family. Yeah. So, yeah, very, like, uh, feminine influences growing and, have up. Have you watched so. Pride and Prejudice Zombies? So good. No, I haven't watched that. So good, man. No, worth a watch? Fucking awesome. It's yeah. really awesome. Okay, yeah. sick. Zomb- like, and even Zombie um, R. Watch that. It's Romeo and Juliet, but Zombie. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really smart. Because you don't realise you're watching Shakespeare until, like, you're like, oh, look, this is like... Are they actually using, like, R, like Shakespearean Romeo. language and shit? Or? No, no, but... The whole right. concept is, yeah, it's, it's unreal. Um, yeah, yeah. But that said, uh, you did teach tonight as well. Fucking thanks for doing that. That was awesome. Um, yeah, thanks, man. Thanks it out of the park. Me. Different vibe. Great gig. Yeah, different vibe, but a good vibe. Yeah, mm. yeah both, both nights great. Yeah. yeah. The first one was a bit fucking annoying. <laughs> well, I think you just chose the wrong up. night, yeah, I reckon. Up. Yeah, like a teacher comedy night while school's still on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, it's probably when they need it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not yeah, when they're gonna buy like, tickets. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah trying to no. give them what they need, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred um, percent. But uh, well, I, yeah, well, um, I was gonna ask you if you think a uh, couple about some of your songs, uh, but I don't want to play them all because I don't want. I was thinking about I want people to come and see your show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the um, songs online are generally not really on in the show, which oh, yeah? is a good thing. But you know, yeah, because that would be. A bit silly, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm slowly leaking it. Like once I'm done with Hot Nonsense, what, I'll- What yeah. are your thoughts on that? Because um, Rory brought that up um, last time he He's was He's talked on. to me about that before as well. It's like people want, they'll come to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like even if you hear an ACDC it. song, you don't go, I'm not going to go watch that. Well, and that's yeah. and that's even <laughs> more so with music, isn't it? Mm. Like that's the same. But even with his comedy bits, he was like, yeah. I'll put out my bangers. And then people, because Bert Kreischer, he used as a reference, he was like, mm. well, people would still say, do the machine. Mm. Yeah. Even though they've seen the machine. Yeah. They know the story. Which is weird to me because yeah. I don't relate to that at all. No, Once no. I've seen a joke, because that's the, like, I, like I said at the start, it's expectation and surprise. Once yes. you know how it ends, there's no surprise. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so unless you're finding humor in, it's just the way he says it or, yeah. you know, something Th- like that. There is. A bit For me, it. Wolfie is like, I know what he's going to say. Yes. But, but it still comes out. It yeah. delivers. But yeah. That's true because there is like, I see all you guys a lot and I still laugh at your jokes, mm. even though I know what's coming. It's yeah. the vibe, it's the feel of the room. So, but yeah, yeah I do think, um, yeah, I think there's still something to it where you can release songs, you can put out your best bits. Yeah. And people will go, especially well, like, we're not fucking. <laughs> like that good man. No, well, that's like, well, yeah. We don't well, have, that's what I was about to not say. Not everyone like, in Perth has seen your Insta. At, yeah, at, exactly. At my level, yeah. I can definitely post things. Yeah. And the people that are buying tickets and coming to my shows aren't like all watching all my content right. and they're like, oh, I've seen this Exhibit before. A, like I thought, you know, I, did, I was like, I'll do a different show this year, 33 years single. Like I wanted to do a different show and try and do a new hour. 
and I was expecting people that saw 30 Years Single would come and watch 33 Years Single. So every show, because I've got a few favourite jokes. Yeah, I'm you're like, trying to mix it up. Who's, who's been here before? Who's yeah. seen it before? Yeah. The most I had was five people had seen my 30 Years Single. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, get your head out of your ass. Yeah. Like so all these people were just coming. How do you I haven't get, seen the other hour. How do you get past that idea of like, you know that some people have probably seen you. Yeah? I hate it. Songs are a little different. Mm. So songs are, again, like it's it's literally like music in that mm. you do want to hear it again. So I find that's that's a good thing about musical comedy and doing hot nonsense is um, it's the only show I've done where people are immediately saying to me, oh, I want to go see it again when, it, when are your next dates. Yeah, yeah. Um, mainly because there's, there's so much packed yeah. into it that yeah. they miss a lot. Yeah. Um, so you, you can enjoy it, it a second yeah. time. Four or five times. For um, sure. but Caucasian loves like fucking so Yeah. Good. Well, that's another example <laughs> I was going to bring up is like that. that's the other thing is sometimes I feel like because I've done that song, so that's the oldest song in the show. Mm. Yeah. I, I wrote that song in like 2015, 20, mm. 2016 probably. Um, so like I, when I perform that, it's a, it's a fucking chore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry yeah. to anyone who's seen that, but every time someone picks that song, <laughs> yeah. it is because I'm like, oh, yeah. I heard this so many times yeah. and it's like so burnt out of my head. And sometimes that affects my performance and yeah. it, it doesn't go as well. Because, like I have to keep reminding myself, this it, is first time for these people. This is completely It's fresh. like people fucking each other in a relationship. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, I, and I'm, I'll go from the other end of the scale. I've done fuck all shows and I right. had done – the night before that Regal charity gig, which was only my 10th gig. Yeah. The night before I practiced at Gong. Um, yeah. No, at, or, or Open Mic, sorry. And Adam Gray, I think, yeah, Adam Gray was at that night. He was mm. in the front row and I had the exact same set the next day. And even though there was 650, 750 people who had never seen me before, I was like, I'm telling the same jokes and Adam Gray's seen it. Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that still plays in my head the yeah. same way. Yeah, yeah. Does, yeah, it, it, still, sure. does it still, like, had you just, you, you go fuck oh, it. Oh yeah, I, I, you have to. Yeah, like to. I, I get insecure about that. When, like yeah. before, I did. You know, when people was like, "Oh, I'm coming to see." Because I used to do, and this is a word to new comics that I want to put out there. Because I used to think, I think there's a bunch of people still do this. You could just take essentially the same show, give it a new name, put it in a new festival, and do yeah. it again. Um, so I do like a show named one thing, yeah, and then three months later named a different thing because fifteen minutes were different, yeah. Mm. Um, and then someone would be like, "Oh, I'm coming to see you know your new show," and I'd be like, "Oh, yeah. it's, uh- <laughs> it's the same." It's the same. But- I did get a message once from a guy that like you know they came to saw my show, they loved it, and he convinced all his friends, the you know, same crew, to come see me again, and then messaged me after like, "Bro, what the fuck? That was all like the same, same shit." I yeah. have never done it again since yeah. then because I really because. Yeah. That was before I realized there were repeat customers coming to, to see me. It never yeah. happened before. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. The Church of Matt. Yeah. You had your worshippers now. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much. But it's, it's weird. I didn't change 30 years single for that reason. Yeah. Um, but every year I had like a new half an hour. So I'm like, oh. And I ended up blending yeah. by the last one. Yeah. I've still got my favorite stories, which I love to tell. Uh-huh. My rejection stories, I love telling them. So yeah. I'm like- And they're like integral to the tone of the yeah. show. And it's like, fuck it, man. I like these. So I don't care if you heard them before. They're always funnier. And mm-hmm. they get funnier because yeah. there's new tags. Yeah. But um, that said, your musical comedy and Caucasian love got you a gig with Joel Creasy and you won, <laughs> you won Slave Labor. <laughs> yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Liberty Com- Comedic Free Thinker uh, competition. It was run by the, like a finance learning company called Liberty. Um, oh, because finance is hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it was so such a weird. It was it was Liberty and Nova doing a competition together yeah. in Melbourne Comedy Festival. Mm. Um, so it was just me like chucking a minute of comedy, and I did the first verse and chorus of Caucasian Love. Yeah. Chucked it in there on the on the last day. It was due. 
Um, and then, yeah, ended up winning the fucking thing. Yeah, which was a handy- Oh, well, you know what's a nightmare though? 10 grand, wasn't it? <laughs> 20. 20. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, man. Jesus. Yeah, man. Um, part of it was like, I went to Melbourne. I went to the Nova office. That's where I like met Joel Creasy, who's meant to be like, give me a mentorship. That was part of the prize. We got put in a room together. We'd already met like three times and we're, we're immediately like, yeah, there's nothing you could really teach me. We're completely different comics. And <laughs> yeah. Like we immediately agreed and just chatted about other stuff the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I, when I got there, the whole Nova office in Melbourne was there to greet me. Big round of applause in their like meeting room, like a hundred people. I'm like, oh my God, this is pretty hectic. Yeah. They're like, we're going to show Matt's winning entry. They had some technical difficulties. So everyone's like chatting throughout the whole speaking part where I lay down the context of what I'm actually doing with my song. Oh no. So I, they only start listening when I start singing about white girls and Caucasian <laughs> love. and sh- So they're like, this is the winning, <laughs> this is some low key racist. <laughs> it was such a nightmare, dude. <laughs> if you haven't heard it, maybe we can use some of it in the outro since Matt hates it so much. And yeah, it's it's one that yeah. yeah. But play the contextual beginning. I love it. <laughs> it's <laughs> so it, catchy. It is good. Yeah. Uh, we, um, but now that's that's got you into um, a new career, which which is fucking pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So, it's an interesting time because you know I'm falling in love with musical comedy and I'm falling out of love with stand up. To be completely honest, that um, sucks. We don't want to lose you. Yeah, well, I still do, really I like it. It's, it's more music. like I have no time, man. Mm. If I still had time to like, you know, I'm still doing open mic spots and trying new material and yeah. stuff, but I just don't have, uh, I, I can see that my direction is is musical for yeah. now. Yeah. Um. So that's that's what I'm pursuing. So yeah, I like that. Do we um, play a song to finish? Hang on, but now you're a creative ad writer. Oh, yeah. sorry. Which is dope. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Did I miss this? Yes. Oh, this was prior when I was yeah, yeah, yeah. But before we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's that's that came from the competition as well because it was through Nova and I had to write ads for Liberty, which is jingles. I've written I've written a couple jingles. Okay, what's hit us with your oh. only one has got to air because most of the time when we do jingles, it's a it's you know a salesperson flirting with a client and being like. Mm. Hey, we can do you a jingle, and then I'll do them up a mock, and then uh, they go like, "Oh no, yeah, no, yeah." I don't okay. um, but uh, the only uh, jingle that I've I've written, and again, someone off off site like produces it and gets vocals and everything, is uh, for uh, Reds, which is like they wanted something like a Salon Express. Yeah. They were like we want, Salon they're, they're, they're a, they're a haircut, so they're like yeah. we want something like that. So it's get your heads to Reds. That's get your heads to Reds. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck yeah! Don't know it. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear it. Every Every now and then, I'm sick. Nervous. All right, yeah. that's you. That's good because I hear my mate Al Roberts. He does the the rat from the pest control. He won an award for the voice acting of. Uh, oh, this is one of the rats. This is the different Al Roberts. Your yeah, 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 guitar, yeah, yeah. yeah, air guitar, number air guitar. two in the world, air guitarist. Yeah, uh, how crazy is that? What a life. Yeah, number two in the world, yeah. air guitar. Have you written number any, one rat voice. Have you written any ads that are that they've used all your stuff? Oh yeah. What's what your? Do you, what do you mean? Like, so do you write the dialogue to radio ads? Yeah, yeah. So I I write the the script of the ads. Yeah. The client says yeah, your nay or, ch- or have you got heaps approved it. of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've been doing. What for are the last your most well known? My my favorite ones that I do are WA Laser Eye Center. Um, so the, those ads, it's this, they want the same thing every time, and I love it. Right. So the the whole concept is just embarrassing things that happen. What? Because you them. can't see properly. Yeah, it was an embarrassing moment. So they went to see blah 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 WA Laser Eye Center. Yeah. Um. So every time I just have to come up with three. Um, ways <laughs> that not having a good eyesight would lead to an embarrassing moment. Yeah, good. Um, so, yeah, it, it feels the same as writing a joke. Yeah. It's like exactly the same. Yeah, sick. That's you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like. Good. <laughs> yeah, very successful ad campaign too. Yeah, my favourite was City Subaru. 
City Subaru. No, fuck, yeah. I hated that. <laughs> Come on down to the Subaru. Yeah. And then she turns Checking it. out all the Subaru. Yeah. Come on down, you get a great deal too. <laughs> Written by Matt Stora. <laughs> yeah. And the chick oh, at the end's like, bro. City Subaru. Yeah. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. But I like the one about the caravans, maybe Jayco. I thought it was a song, an actual song. Wow. I listen to 6PR, guys. But it's <laughs> it's uh, it was a Jayco one and, it, like, it started off hell catching. I'm like, this is a fucking good song. And then it. It was a fucking ad for caravans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Down. What yeah. is your favourite jingle of all time? Bunnings. Bunnings yeah. Warehouse. D- not even like, the, not even like the, just the, that whole backing. There's a reason they've been doing that for decades, yeah. man. Yeah. That's just such a yeah. jam, dude. Yeah. Whoever that's, wrote that is underpaid. I don't care what they gave him. Yeah, that's, that's true. Well, it's, mine's yeah. just, uh, mine's not a jingle. But it's like, what? No worse than a potato? <laughs> That's con the fruitero who's not even Italian. You don't find that racist at all? Oh, no. Nah. Don't find a bit of uh, cultural true. appropriation? Nah. Well, he's not Italian, but yeah. at the same time, it's- What it's is he? Just, it's just true. Some stereotypes are true. You can't be like, that racist. It's fucking true, man. Wogs had veggie gardens and they spoke like that. Yeah. So <laughs> like, what it's you not do, racist. Man? It's just like acting for me. <laughs> Yeah, my, my not a, hey, Sometimes hey, I think that's what potato? makes stereotypes truly offensive is when they're too, too true. Too true. Yeah, they're like you, you actually sound like my parents. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm pissed off. Yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. making fun of my parents. Yeah, yeah. What, oh. is, what is your we're most not fancy, hated? But it was cheap. What's your most hated? I most t- hated jingle. Yeah, Subaru was my one. I mean, that's hard because you blot them out, don't you? Yeah, I, I can tell you right now the one I hated the most ad of all time, just yeah. because it must be the the mouth thing that we did earlier, ASM. Yeah. yeah, it's the Oreo ad where the kid doesn't finish his fucking sentence for a minute. He's like, mom says, mm, mom says, mm, mm, mom says, mm. What the fuck? Mom, mom says, mm. Is this the one of the kid and the dog? Says, chocolate isn't good for dogs. Oh, mm, But you can have the rest of my milk. It's you like, know what's weird? I want to kick that cunt, bro. Me and my girlfriend reference that ad all the time. Yeah, I do it. Like no every, one knows it. Every, oh, dude, this is, I, I've only just realizing how iconic this is because all <laughs> the time that someone will want something and I'll say mum says blank isn't good, good for, for blanks that. like uh, yeah. yeah it's uh, very quotable great. it annoyed me he couldn't finish he's like mum says mum mm. says mm. Oh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ oh, say it like that. just something triggered me man finish think, your sentence I think my favourite ad is the Doritos ad Super Bowl ad um, actually no my favourite ad is a be- ad that got banned for the for the, for the Super Bowl yeah um Taste of Rainbow. Have you seen that one? Oh, the Skittles. Skittles. Yeah, where that's, he comes that's on it with Skittles. That's yeah. awesome. That's next level. <laughs> but no, the Doritos one. It was literally, and this is this is fucking elite, all time hard yarn story. Mm. Some guy, some kid, um, just made a, a like a, 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 a like test piece for Doritos, sent it off to him, and they said, "Yeah, we're running with it." Twenty million dollars. Here you go. Wow. Oh my god. And so it's the most simple ad. It's That's um, a pot of gold at the end of like the They're all rainbow. simple. The it's best a, ideas are all yeah, simple. Yeah, so man. a kid like selling um like, would you like to come in my time machine, sir? And it's a, just a cardboard box. And he said, oh, you got to pay with Doritos. So he pours the Doritos into this little thing and the kid starts eating Doritos and he's just kicking the, the cardboard box and it's like he's going through in time and then he comes out and there's an old man there standing there and just says, oh, my God, you've aged so much because the old man's chased away yeah. the kid who's doing it on his front lawn. It's yeah. the most simple, You know what's crazy ad. is the actual concept, 
nothing to do with Doritos. Nothing. You could say yeah. pay me in Mentos. Yeah. You could say pay yeah, me yeah. pay me in a, a a voucher to any you know store. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. It's just. It's a joke. Yeah. yeah. That's what I like about writing advertising as a comedian is you, you basically, most of the time, well, not most of the time, but when you're lucky, you get to basically just write a joke, slap a brand on it. Yeah. And that's the, yeah, yeah. the whole job. Rainbow. But that's fucking amazing. Like just mm. film it for your fucking uh, whatever, like your TAFE class or something yeah. and then send it off, bang. Here yeah. Like, I remember when I used to start late to watch adults only commercials when they would do the special. You dog, man. Oh, yeah, it was, really? It was, a little horn it was like too early for SBS it to was, get good. Yeah, but later so it was like 9.30, adults only commercials and it would show you from all around the world. Sometimes there'd be a bit of titty in the French ones and I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. SBS was How good's French gold yogurt? for that sort of stuff, hey? Mm. They pioneered that, man. I mm. remember watching- on the, the moon SBS. and the tit. You ever remember that one? The moon and the tit. The moon and the tit. That was just all about a kid who wanted a titty. On SBS? Oh, yeah. Yep. It was uh, it was a favourite of mine. I don't re- remember that yeah. at all. I think this I is think a maybe that's, dream. Might be a trigger. For, maybe it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that imprinted. Kid right. was looking for a titty, man. I've been doing that. My whole life. I, I do remember, like, you know, when you get world movies on SBS. That was a world movie. It was a world movie, it was yeah. In another language. And I remember lots of titties. T- turning it on. This is when I was still living with housemates. So, that's mm. probably only like 10 years ago. So, still like, um, and then I turned it on the TV and nothing was on. And I don't think we had Foxtel. So, we put it on world movies. Three lads sitting down watching a movie. It's French or something. It's getting to, getting to the fucking, and we're like, mm. yeah, you boy. Oui, and, oui, then, oui. and then real Penno. Real, Real pain. Real yeah. Peno in a movie. Yeah. Didn't know that happened. Yeah, Bruno. Didn't know what happened. Like, yeah. like I knew it did him. Yeah, it has, to be, has to be flaccid, but. It it's wasn't interesting flaccid. how, like. It was in. What? It was, like, in. I think Penetration. Yeah. I think he's. I think you're saying something else. I'm not. I, it yeah, was bro. real. That's wild. I think you accidentally downloaded the porn. <laughs> so it was real. That's, that's like that's some deep Europe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stuff. It's I, interesting. I, I was how just the, very shocked by the it. line for what's arousing moves mm-hmm. compared to like in America. It's very far back. Like yeah. even like a nipple poking through a shirt. That's yes. like sexy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but then in Europe, like you know, people in front of their families will just take a shower, walk from their shower mm. to their bedroom through the house completely naked, and yeah. it's just not even remotely weird. And then when I was in Jordan, I saw what the other side of that looks like. Who was Jordan? <laughs> when I was in hey, uh, actually was traveling was a with a guy pen. named Jordan. Well, so <laughs> shout out. Um, now, nah, but we, we met this, it was like really weird. It happens quite a bit when you're traveling. You bump into someone in one country yeah, and then another country, you bump into them again randomly. Yeah. So this is a Dutch is couple. immigration police? No, yeah. 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 <laughs> it was this Dutch couple. Um, and we were like, hey, let's, you know, see the rest of, of, of Jordan together. We're in the capital, Amman, I think it's called. Uh, and we're walking down the street. This chick has a dress on that would be considered completely modest here. Mm. Her, uh, like bare arms, it was single. It was a hot day. It was like 35 degrees. But uh, like a, just a grey dress all the way down to her ankles. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, oh, boys. One shade um, of grey. <laughs> one, one and, and and she, wasn't like, she wasn't like, like a bombshell or anything. Like just, you know. Just, or a bomb. Or a bomb. Like, <laughs> oh. She's traveling. She's not going to the, the red carpet, right? Yeah. yeah. Walking down the street and me and my mate, like we're like a 10 steps behind and we got to watch the entire street. Like men were like 
like leering out of their stores to like watch her go down, nudging their mates, Jeez. like people at traffic lights, like watch, like they were like, it was like she was naked legitimately. Like man, oh man. Yeah. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. It was wild. Wow. I've never seen it. It was like in the movies, like in a music video when a girl's straight down the street yeah, yeah, and everyone's yeah. looking, which never really happens in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're just a chick walking down the street in Jordan. Jeez. It was nuts. <laughs> but like, that's like, it, it's almost like, cause they're like big on, you know, sexual sin. Right, so mm-hmm. everyone has to cover up to prevent that. Is that what but your in doing that, for holiday? <laughs> yeah. in doing that, they've moved the line back. Yeah, so I it's like actually that. more likely for you to be aroused by like a fuck, just bet, just seeing the silhouette of a woman. I bet your erectile dysfunction is not even a thing in Jordan. It's, oh, it's just no problem. Fuck, if there's a fucking elbow out, you're just ready, ready to go, yeah. man. Just being normal life. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, <man>. porn's <laughs> having a devastating effect on on me, man. Has it? Yeah, I just. It's not good. Yeah, it's, it's porn's bad, porn, man. Porn's had a bad yeah. effect on me. I'm gonna try go sober on it. You are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've done that before. Tex is shaking his head. I did that. <laughs> yeah. I did. The, I've done that. Before. No, I just mean I'm not gonna get drunk when I wake up. <laughs> no, no. I've, yeah. I've I've done the. Uh, what do you reckon? Um, it was good. Very good. Hundred percent. I did two weeks of no jerking off, and that was wow. Yeah, that's like going back to evangelical things. That's like that's like baseline for, for when you're like because masturbation is a sin. Yeah, yeah, wow. So why like, is that? Is it what's it considered wasting? Seed? Wasting food. There's different schools of of thought on it. Like for some, yeah, some you're wasting food. Well, in, well, if think, Skittles have anything to do there, with it, there there is that. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. <laughs> there is that idea. Like in in the Bible, there's a story where a guy is um, in God, Jordan. God wants him. God wants him. I think to impregnate. Uh, uh, his, his his son's it, wife? No, no, no. It's his, <laughs> oh, that's his the brother cult. died, and in 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 old Judaistic culture, he inherited his wife, and so he wow. had to have a kid with her. And instead of doing that, he Cordis interrupted it. He like had sex with her, and then just came on the floor, and Ooh. he was like punished by God because you're wasting. Oh. Your, so there is that school of thought. There's a school of thought that like masturbation in any context. Is, is just bad because you're giving in to sexual immorality. Mm. The school of thought, I've even had a guy say, no, I, I, I reckon it's it's fine as long as you're not fantasizing. So you can mm. like, take the physical release, you can do it. But if you're thinking about it, because that's in the Bible as well. If you mm. think about a woman with lust in your heart, you've committed adult, like it's the same. So fantasizing Fuck. about a woman who's not your wife is cheating. What if you fantasize about a woman you've made up in your head? Yeah. That doesn't exist. That would that still That's a be fantasy like of giving into. Yeah. Is that something you've been? By able the way, to Coitus do? Interruptus. That is a dope name for a show. Yeah, Coitus Interruptus. Is that just coming somewhere other than in the vaginal area? That's like the the uh, yeah. That's no. That's it's pulling out. Coitus Interruptus is, is that's what like it's called. The proper oh, name for pulling I didn't out. know that. And I'll tell you, sex ed. <laughs> Cannot wait. To yeah, to yeah. Coitus <laughs> Interruptus. <laughs> Do you want me to coitus interrupt us? <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, I can't merge, but I can coitus interrupt us, will you? Just come out? Yeah, 100%, man. Fuck yeah. Oh, fuck. That's, um, but yeah, porn bad news. Yeah. All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I put porn on the same, like, to describe it, like, because I, I, I've done, like, when you're, sorry, are we going too long? I've got to go to quiz, but- I'll just bow and, and then you oh, continue. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. want to go to I'm really enjoying the combo, so I'm just making <laughs> when sure. When you're like I, a Christian, like porn is like fucking, like that is yeah, know, yeah. very, very bad. It's it's the apple. Massive struggle. Yeah, 100%. Um, a side note, when I came out of religion, way easier to not watch porn. When you coitus interrupted out of religion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like that, yeah. Ironically, because it loses that taboo. Like I'm no longer thinking of this as like a moral, you know, mm. uh, poison for my soul. It's just- and so it becomes less desirable, but that's mm. a, so interesting. Um, but 
I came to see it as from like moral sin. And now I see it as like, it's like fast food. Yeah. It's like readily available dopamine hit that mm. we are not designed to have. That's right. And it's bad for our brains. And if you're having a, a, a fucking Big Mac once a week, it's mm. probably not going to shorten your yeah. life. Yeah. But like- few times a week, mm. that's bad news. If you need to eat a Big Mac yeah. <laughs> to like enjoy food, yes. you're addicted. And yeah. that's where the issue comes for, yeah. like definitely for me, like porn be- has become an addiction. Yeah. So I try not to, I try as much as I can not to watch it. Yeah. yeah. If I'm and doing, you're so brave. And doing and those so courageous. Uh, and then I use my, my brain. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah, brain. I don't mind a big rack once a week, but other than that, <laughs> ready to go. I'm exhausted anyway, okay. Delby. So um, I want to finish with uh, any song. Caucasian love? No, well, let's, no, let's be kind. Let's put up his McGowan one. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. perfect for this one. Yeah. Yes, check exactly. The McGowan one so McGowan, um, I think I'm connected to the Wi Fi. And we're going to do full loop and shout out the patrons at the start. So you'll get a double shout out. Ian and um, we had another top one which I'll look at beautiful okay awesome um, yeah thanks for coming on My thank pleasure, you Matthew guys. thanks for having me Matt Dora here on and Instagram bless, and bless you yeah follow me for songs and, and uh, his show is at Friday and Thursday May the 5th and 6th yeah Thursday Friday 7pm Recabite hot nonsense oh yeah, yeah. I love it alright have fun Unmark time so I'll start late Make the press and the state wait. Then one, two, check and present your fate. Cause I'm straight, but I love a mandate. And they hate, <laughs> but honestly, suck my great southern. The border is a monastery. Nobody's coming. Could have been removed. Took 53 seats like a holiday to broom. A cruisy clean sweep. Now look at how we live in. Pockets overfilling. Rich in every element except shit's given. So the health advice? Shut your gob hole. The first premiere and the king of Stockholm. Conducting searches as the churches as the wish. So if you're throwing hands, best be interpreted and get a needle for a cop. Don't make state daddy take his wheat belt off. Are we done? Is it safe? No, it ain't yet. So when I set a date, prep umbrellas for the rain check. From Rockingham and Rockingham's like Clap P. Spitting fire on the mic, but it's a dry heat and R.I.P. If your business died, but thank me next time you see that or alive. Mark out. <laughs> Beautiful. Matt Stora here. Cruisy, clean, sweep the broom. Brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, man. So much. All right. Hey, Root. Hey, Root. Bye. Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Chris White says, please <laughs> disregard it. 5D is actually a state of being, it's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm going to throw it over to your co hosts, Daniel Adelby and Cameron Branch. I would do this and then I'd go. <laughs> Free in attendance for the millions listening at home. <laughs> <laughs>